0: So, I know virtually very little about James Corden, but I don't want him. I don't want to see him anymore. Do you? Do you? Do you get what I'm saying? It's like,
1: you know, like, like even see, with
0: that, like even with that little
1: information I have, he's a person who is like, I'm good. When you see <laughs> him, you get nothing but just like a reactionary, like, like just like. <laughs> That, throw, that 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 sound of throwing up. Yeah. You know, that, that, like, you, you just, like, the disgust you feel whenever you read James Corden's name on it, anything. It, how, I, does, I, how does it's, that, it's, that fuck have read. his own show? The Late Late Show. The, the,
0: so, it's, it's crazy, because, like, I really liked Craig Ferguson. American Nerds, and, by the way. Welcome, everybody. Hello, episode 87. I'm Raul. This is Victor.
1: We're recording on September 23rd. And this is not
0: James Corden. Yeah, thank God. Fuck James Corden. Now, um... He's like, that, actually awful. Well, that's he's the thing. awful. Like, I would see some things that were. Who does he like, represent?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who is what he, he for? What does he <laughs> represent to to producers that would make him, you know, want to do? So? He really is like just like this. He's just loud. He's loud. <laughs> he he's British. loud. He likes to dance.
0: He likes to do like silly TikTok ca- dances, like TikTok dances, like the car- the Carpo karaoke. He basically. Started that off technically,
1: and like, is okay, really like karaoke like a ripoff of S- Seinfeld's like Coffee and Celebrities, or is it the other way well, no, around? No, no, no,
0: like, he, Seinfeld, you think Seinfeld sings about well, this, like, comics, <laughs> that'd be, the comics would not be, fucking be on his show if that was the case, yeah. but like, no, they, they, he usually like a lot of those episodes on Seinfeld's show, they just talk a lot during the car rides, but with. With Corden, obviously, it was, like, karaoke, and he would, like, sing the songs with them. Namely, like, for example, Foo Fighters was on, and he plays Foo Fighters with them. Uh, and it's like, let's sing the Foo Fighters! And Dave's like, yeah. Dave, <laughs> Dave's like, fucking Dave, k- And Dave's having, like, like, a flashback to like, Curtis. Like, <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I already know where that joke is going to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. This is like, and it's weird because like, I really liked Craig Ferguson. Wait a minute, wait a
1: minute. Okay, what made you want to bring up James Corden today? Uh, so, it's Hispanic Heritage Month. <laughs> and I was thinking, I was thinking about the Our Cinderella. Our favorite Latinx artist, James I Corden. know.
0: Oh, yeah. No, not even that. I, I was thinking about the Cinderella uh, parking stop break dance uh, Cuban thing. Cuban Cinderella. flash dance. Cuban yeah, Cinderella. Is she Cuban? Yeah. Camila Cabello's is Cuban? Yeah. Like, straight up 100%. I no oh, that's right. That's her. Yeah. But I thought that's the thing. She's not the first Cuban Cinderella, right? Because isn't Selena Gomez Cuban or no? She's
1: not Cuban. I don't is think she, she is. Selena like Gomez as, is Latino, right? Yeah, she is, but like, she's not Cuban. So by the way, should we get into a whole Latinx discussion? No, we don't. <laughs> we don't need to. We don't need to. Like it. it <laughs> no,
0: no, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hang on. I'm, my my perspective on it was like like for me, I've always I no, Look like, like for real like. If if people say it's she's fine, Mexican. I'm. Oh, she's Mexican. Yeah, she's Oh, so we've Texas. had the Mexican Cinderella. Yeah, yeah, La Cinderella story <laughs> with, with her movies. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I was the- <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what I was saying. I'm was Cuban, a, y'all. It's okay. Yeah. It? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta pass. It's our month. No, we don't. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. What was I saying? Goodness. Um. <laughs> oh my God! I just blanked um, out right now. Oh no, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if Mexican people Cinderella. like. Like, the, the term Latinx is fine with me. The thing is, like, I've always heard, like, if it, if, if you want like, a gender neutral thing, I've always heard Latin be the, the, the substitute for that. I've always heard Latin, like, the term Latin be the, the phrase for that instead. I don't know where, like, that came from. Like, I don't mind it, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, like, Latin just makes just as much sense, right? That's just my perspective on it. I could be wrong, and I'm willing to
1: listen, you know? It's just, that's just how I am with that. I'm going to just car yourself whatever you want. All sleep right. leave it at that. You're talking about me specifically? No, no. Every, oh, no, no. Okay. Anybody. You locked eyes with me No, when no. Said yeah, that. yeah. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just like anybody. Just car yourself whatever you want. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Okay, I never minded it. i just going to leave it at like, that. I'm, I'm just, just going to leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gonna... We're leaving it there, <laughs> Okay. All right, then. <laughs> that being said-
0: I, I I know we're a little bit late to this, but that fucking flash dance with James Corden and the rest of Cinderella. Oh, it's horrible! Awful. Like, first like, of all, like the amount of people like, like, imagine that, like, the babies that were going to be kept in that were in like. Imagine the pregnant women that were in labor in that. A man fucking, lost like, his job thing. that day.
1: Wait, seriously? No, I don't know, but probably. Oh. <laughs> 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 like like early in the morning, nobody wants to deal with this fucking. Like, <laughs> bullshit Yeah <laughs> With this fucking bullshit And, and like you stupid just, fucking like, Literal rap fuck dancing But strict, you know what's hilarious like, junk in front of the cars But the funniest part is Nobody knows What the fuck they're promoting They're just like James Corden Camila Cabello And like th- just A bunch dancing of crackheads On the street just Yeah <laughs> Just like some crazy people like, <laughs> like, like Like I'm pretty sure one of the people there Like in the traffic jam Was just like Oh my god I fucking hate LA It's, like, it's the guy from pa- It's the dad from Parasite <laughs> Yeah It's the
0: dad from Parasite Just watching Have you seen that? I oh yeah <laughs> He's it's gripping the steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. Oh, like, <laughs> like, I'm not promoting violence, but like I imagine somebody, I imagine somebody in that fucking parking lot was like, and oh that God, fucking no, stop. Spit, Jesus Christ! I'm sorry. I imagine somebody in that <laughs> no, stop was like, no, I know. <laughs> like laughing. I, I was saying like I imagine somebody in that stop was like ready to rev it. Like he was ready to go fucking <laughs> like twisted. Having, metal. Like a Travis Bickle moment. dude. Like. He was ready to go twisted metal. Like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We've got to add that to the docket. Oh yeah, but like right, I'm whatever. waiting till more yeah,
0: people whatever. get announced. Anthony yeah. Mackie's a cool choice. Yeah, he's literally just it, It's ju- it's literally John Doe. It's okay. just an insert character. It's not oh, even fuck. like any of the characters from the games yet. Nice. <laughs> um, but um, yeah. yeah. That. <laughs> I just wanted to bring that up because you know I, I I found that video heavily annoying and as part of Hispanic Heritage Month. I, it was it was technically ties because it's part of a uh, Hispanic Cinderella movie. Yeah, which I've heard is god awful. Oh yeah, I've looks heard terrible. It's fucking awful. Yeah, I don't know Camila Cabrera as an like, actress, but doesn't <laughs> uh,
2: uh, that, that sound good. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> I <don't know>. unfortunately,
1: <laughs> I recommend that. Why don't you? <laughs> no, no, trust me. I know um, what I'm recommending next. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, so all right, we gotta talk about McDonald and oh yeah we gotta talk about no mcdonald and like i don't feel as bad for not having a good transition because like no mcdonald wouldn't have a transition like it wouldn't have prepared. Norm transition. mcdonald would
0: just be shitting on um what what's his co-host on the show ah oh, fuck i forgot that's the how jewish that's how, kid. That's how shitty kid, yeah. he is see, like, he like he would shit on that kid oh. and i would be like you see like oh i think his name's adam that's it Yeah, shit on adam for literally anything did you know just he's existing.
1: jewish yeah He's he also ha-
0: denier. Yeah. <laughs> He's also so. a hev- heavy heavy, heavy anti Semite. <laughs> but yes, we should we should reiterate. The no great- McDonald passed away at the age of forty nine. Uh, no, nine, no, 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 no. Sixty one. Sixty one. Yeah. Jesus Plus, What am I saying? I got to mix up <laughs> with someone else. Sorry. Um. Norm nine McDonald, year. Yeah.
1: N- nine year battle with cancer. Uh, Ye- right? Nine year private battle with the cancer. Apparently, his family didn't know. His uh, colleagues didn't know. And uh, I'm not too sure, but like maybe somebody close to him didn't. Oh know, no, I, I I assume like his family let knowing. That's maybe a very shocker. very close, but um. Yeah. Norm McDonald. My favorite comedian, probably. Pro- like, literally a voice of a generation. One of one of the funniest people to have ever lived. Like, the most unorthodox, in many ways, kind of like the modern, well, modern, like, like just... He's in the same league as somebody like, uh, fuck, what's his name? Jim Carrey played him in a movie. Oh, Andy uh, Kaufman? Andy Kaufman. He has this odd Andy... Kaufman esque energy about him, where it's so unorthodox, and he's the kind of comedian and the kind of artist to kind of like insist something is funny even if it isn't. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it, it's
0: his his up was always there's one nothing of the most like unique. It. Yeah, because he would co- he would go to sets, and his thing was that <laughs> like, and he would do this every time from. When it comes to stand-up or even SNL with Weekend Update or, like, any of his talk show appearances. He's always kind of laughing and having fun with it. Not necessarily, like, wanting to say the funny thing, but just, it like, having it come off as naturally as possible for him. And it, like, it, it delivers every single time he did it. You know, like, I, I think about the moth joke. Do you know the story Conan. behind the moth joke? I mean I know
1: his story behind the mob joke (laughs) well the mob joke just wait till I do it that's my favorite fucking bit one of the funniest (laughs) jokes in in like history in my opinion (laughs) because of just like The delivery and just how weird it was. So basically, it it takes forever. um, (laughs) What show was he on? He Um, was on Conan. He was on Conan, and um, he basically was like kind of sitting down in front of the camera and like, you know, had like this like malala kind of thing with, you know, jokes implemented and everything. And uh, the producer of Conan's show at the time basically insisted that Norm. Uh, stay there for seven minutes or like just a longer period of time because uh. he was only originally supposed to stay there for like a minute and he didn't he wasn't prepared and it was literally right before they aired it was like you're staying there for this long What? I don't I don't have anything like so Norm thought about this moth joke like that like that was really funny but the joke was only supposed to be like a, a minute joke. Like yeah, it was you to be really get, short.
0: He he just goes on a huge tangent
1: about like the mop's foreign family and like their whole and troubles. Like, <laughs> and the best part about all of that, that was off the top of his head. Yeah. All of it off the top of his head. And you could, like you could tell too, because he's just like rambling uh, random names. <laughs> <"Glenia> Vashinovich. <laughs> and <laughs> and like, he's just laughing. He's, it, like, it's like he's having fun with it. It's like watching a man like work magic. Yeah. And like and, and it's crazy too. Like, um, I, the best the person who has the best perspective on this is Conan himself on his podcast, while he was talking about Norm's death, mm-hmm. he was like talking about like what he felt during that moment and just like watching it again. And it's like it really is just like it was an artist making art, like, yeah. it, like, it, like, it, like it's very unorthodox and it's fucked up and then it fucked up and it's just weird and stupid. But like, it 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 just goes to show like how 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 much of a of a craftsman he was.
0: I mean, I I I could understand like some people thinking it's like stupid or anything, but like you look at the people who are inspired by his work and like they they he's literally a comic uh, god, you know. Yeah, you know, even before his death, like just with the shit that he would do. Like okay, another another funny uh <laughs> It's norm. Um uh, another funny late night bit that I always remember was when Conan was leaving Tonight Show because of the whole Late Night Wars. One of his final guests was Norm Macdonald and he brings in a bouquet saying, oh, I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> 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 Just like, and his whole shtick was that like he kind of acted like a dick but he, that he that was was so funny about him. Like, he was he very... would rib on everybody and it was the best thing. What? do you want to
1: genuinely see an unstoppable force meets an immovable object? You watch, you go on YouTube and you put Norm MacDonald and Gordon Ramsay. They were on a talk (laughs) show where they had to cook something. And Norm, uh, it was like them and somebody else. I forgot who the other person was. But they, like, obviously, like, Norm just wasn't cooperating. (laughs) <laughs> like And then Gordon Ramsay Was like Being so polite But you could tell he's was gonna kind of be like, like a little impatient And like <laughs> and Norm is like What do you do this For a living or something You're like you... <laughs> Man you're kinda bad At this <laughs> <laughs> and, and just, and they're, As they're trying to Cook the fucking salmon Uh, Here wait here. L- let me read off A good uh, Norm quote Before you continue uh, Okay uh, I don't care for sex I find it an embarrassing Dull exercise I prefer sports Where you can win <laughs> let me let me give you another one. This was a weekend update bit he did. I can't do Where? it as good as Norm. Oh, it's no, all I mean, about the performance. His voice is indistinguishable. His voice is so distinct. He played the genie in Fairy Odd Parents? Yeah. I didn't know that. That was always him. He I was didn't Norm know the genie. He looked like Norm McDonald, too. He like Norm <laughs> yeah. Hey, with the cheek hey I'll and give you a wish. Get. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like you were saying my one
0: of my favorite bits from weekend update was and, and it's, it was trending after uh the news of his death broke out it was a graphic of the thing uh, of uh, of a news article saying that the rates where kids would be buying drugs off of uh outside of school were skyrocketing and his only reaction was don't I know it and he just brings out
1: a fat stack of
0: cash. <laughs> That's the thing, like anything he would say was fucking hilarious. We're talking about the guy who in an outtake on his podcast just said the words 9-11 and started laughing and it's one of the funniest fucking quotes. <laughs> it's one of the funniest fucking videos I've ever seen. <laughs> oh
1: my god, dude.
0: Okay, let me add let me let me let me add you another one.
1: I'm trying to find a specific quote from him. <laughs> okay. like, go, go ahead. I I
0: have one I have this one burned into my skull. Um, there, the episode where he was with Jerry, coincidentally enough, in uh, Comedians in Cars, uh, drinking coffee. I think that's the name of his show. I always forget because it's such a fucking long title. He's with Jerry, and this is after the Bill Cosby rape uh, news that happened. They're driving, and Jerry's like acting really, really serious for the most, the, almost the entire bit, and and Norm is just speaking about Bill Cosby. He's like, you know, I think the craziest thing that people talk about when it comes to Bo Cosby is that everybody says that the worst thing he's done is the worst thing about all of it is the hypocrisy. I disagree. I think it's the raping. (laughs) And Jerry just fucking dies.
1: (laughs) He just cries (laughs) because it's so unexpected, (laughs) but it's perfectly landed. Is he wrong? He's not wrong. (laughs)
0: But it's the best I can't do it justice Watch that fucking clip It's a fucking It's a golden
1: clip It's so fucking funny He, he will reason, be missed dude The reason I don't like it Is that In the old days They go Hey That old man died Now they say He lost his battle There's no way To end your life What a loser That guy was The last thing he did Was lose He was waging A brave battle But then at the end I guess he was Kind of cowardly That bowel cancer It got brave You gotta give it To the bowel cancer <laughs> And then Norm, Norm ends the bit. He wouldn't personally be able to have a brave battle with cancer because he's not brave. Imagining himself bargaining with the devil and offering up his grandson in an attempt to save his own skin. Oh wait, let me see if I can try to find no, the fucking Where is this from? This is like from a stand up set uh. where it basically goes like uh 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 so some people say that uh, oh if you uh if you, uh t- t- if you're in a battle with cancer and you die, that's a loss. That's not a loss. That's a draw. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> that's fucking great. Uh, oh,
0: fuck. Rest in peace, to Norm Macdonald.
1: Norm Macdonald genuinely probably my favorite comedian like forever. Like he yeah really was one of the greats, and and he's gonna be missed dearly. Turd Ferguson. <laughs> he will never die. That's my name. Oh. Tur- <laughs> My love that <laughs> my two favorite comedians, Don Rickles and Norm Macdonald, they were in a movie together. I oh yeah, was it's
0: called. um oh my goodness, I it's it's a movie from the '90s, The Safties were talking about it a bunch. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, I can't remember it right um, now. But,
1: I saw you, the clip you sent me on TikTok. I I, I, I saw that recently. There was a. There's a scene where Don Rickles, this character, is basically like uh, uh roasting the new client, the new employees, yeah. of, of of the the store they're working at in the film, and it's just Don Rickles going off, "Oh you baby gorilla," and then, yeah. he, <laughs> and then like he goes up to Don, um, uh, Norm MacDonald. and everything is improvised. He's just like, yeah, they're just going back and forth with each other, <laughs> and he's like, "No, I'm just laughing. What you said to that guy?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh it's You're dirty like, work. Directed by Bob Saget. Fuck, that's right. That yeah. was Bob Saget. Yeah, they just let yeah, they fucking they just let like Don Rickles go off and Norm Macdonald as well. That's good Man. stuff. I love Norm Macdonald. He was the best. Same. He'll yeah. always
0: be the best. Yeah. It's gonna. It sucks. But it sucks. It's what happens. I fucking hate that every fucking episode we've been doing right now. We've just had a streak of people that were great. That, that yeah, that
1: we liked that that the fucking
0: dropped dead. Like God, Jesus. it sucks. No, <laughs> I it's really horrible. don't like
1: that. No, it's horrible. <sighs>
0: Either way, you want to get in the trailers? Yeah, let's move on. How, how right. many how, how many minutes are we in? We're like oh, we're not, not doing 16. Bad.
1: Yeah, but I mean, but it's Norm. Figured yeah. we might talk about Norm yeah. for a usually, bit. Usually, usually we Hopefully have like it was more th- than James Corden. <laughs> usually we have like 30 minutes of, of like intro before we get into. This, so it's fine. We're doing good so <laughs> yeah. far. All right. Usually, you know, standard rate's like an hour.
0: Yeah. Um, trailers. Look, there's a tragedy of a Macbeth trailer that came out recently. It's like less than a minute. It looks cool. I'm already sold on the fact that it's Denzel and Francis McDormand mm-hmm. directed and written written and directed by Joel, Joel Cohen, Cohen, just yeah. Joel this in this case, which is mm-hmm. interesting. And it's coming out this year on Apple TV and also on Apple TV Plus like a couple weeks after in January. A24 film. Yeah.
1: Um I'm already sold. <laughs> I mean like the trailer didn't really give me anything that would sell me behind, you know, a Macbeth story, well, that's <laughs> starring a thing, starring Denzel and uh, Francis McDormand. It's you know? literally,
0: it's literally just gonna be Macbeth. What,
1: like, you really don't even have to make a trailer out of it that much, you know? I guess like this is very interesting too. Like, this is a very like both different and kind of like familiar like territory when it comes to like like Joe Cohen and the like, Coen Brothers. Because like, yeah, it's black and white and highly stylized, but this kind of feels like. Some, you know, some classic like Barton Fink or like something you'd see off like a serious man you get me yeah like just like very odd like the, the aspect ratio and the cinematography yeah the make.
0: aspect ratio was surprising it's not is it 4x3 uh, or is it a little bit wider it's a little bit wider I think. yeah it looked like kind of reminded me a little bit like no it's the opposite of Lighthouse because Lighthouse was a little four tighter by three. Than, no, no I one think one it was, ti- one. was one it one tighter one, I think. I think yeah I, th- I think it was tighter than 4x3 for that yeah. one but that was a surprising thing. I knew yeah. it was gonna be in black and white because I saw some of those stills.
1: Yeah, for it before. Like I knew that too. It's just like such a in, such a weird approach because it looks like it looks low budget, but it looks purposely low budget. You get me? Yeah. Like in the sense where like this this is kind of supposed to look like it's supposed to be a play almost. Like is that like the approach they're taking? Almost like have you ever seen a um oh, fuck the Lars Von movie with Nicole Kidman? Um oh Dogville Dog yeah. Have you ever seen a, and, like, how it's basically kind of, like, a, a stage play, and, like, they're just acting out, but it's still
0: a film. Well, I mean, since this is literally an adaptation of Shakespeare, yeah. like, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I'm not expecting this movie to even have, like, like the like the Justin... Is it Justin Curselle or the Michael Fassbender Macbeth? I'm not expecting just this one to or. have, like, crazy action or anything yeah. like that either. I'm expecting this to just be, like, kind of a straightforward, like, filmed play, really. Mm-hmm. Which I guess we should talk about, like... I've been hearing some rumblings around, but I just hmm. think it's too like it's too stupid that people are even talking about it in the first place. Like, who fucking cares if Den if Denzel is playing Macbeth? Yeah,
1: it's Denzel playing Macbeth. Yeah, why wouldn't you want why that? is that a problem with people? <laughs> like historic, like I think it's also specifically something with Shakespeare historically. Like it hasn't really mattered. Like the physical description of the characters, it's more so just like the interpretation and the energy that the actors bring that, yeah that's the whole point of theater
0: well i'd say like that's for mainly a, a lot of shakespeare's work Yeah, most of Shakespeare. one can make the case about othello yeah as we were looking at some google funny yeah. google images of justin trudeau yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't justin trudeau but i wouldn't be surprised yeah. uh cosplaying <laughs> othello more pictures come out came of course out of him, yeah, by yeah, the way. yeah of course yeah that's a side tangent yeah. but like even um even even the the women roles in Shakespeare plays, they were played by men originally. Yeah. Because they just They hated they, women. They but hated women. But like you know?
1: still, like, you know, theater has never been it has never been one about like direct you know, uh, there's flexibility
0: when it comes to like roles like that, when first it comes all, to Shakespeare. And first of all, Macbeth wasn't
1: fucking real, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like I understand, like, you know, like there probably wouldn't be a black, noble, uh, Scottish thane in, at that time. This, at that but time then period. maybe,
0: you know, who gives a fuck? But, <laughs> like, the, the same but
1: even then, like, they're, like, Scottish, like the black uh, history of the Scottish, is like it's it's very real and it's yeah it's a real thing that's like you could like trace back to um you know back then and like you know I don't think this is I think this was probably like you know a conscious choice not a conscious choice but more of just like in the sense where like yeah I want Denzel I don't care that he's black and I don't care what kind of backlash this is gonna is gonna come because it's not I direct.
0: I. I, yeah. I would I would have hoped that like he probably didn't even Joe probably didn't expect any backlash with it like because as with any really any mainstream Shakespeare adaptation, I you not know man we live in times anybody we live in times roles. where
1: like reactionary people like just bitch about movies they're never gonna they would never would have seen otherwise yeah because they want to put their own spin into it it's you know? just
0: when it comes to Shakespeare in particular for a lot of his work at least maybe like 90, 95 percent of it it's very flexible you know Extremely. like there's no there's no. There shouldn't be. There, there shouldn't even be a discussion for why you know, like Denzel is is Macbeth. Imagine going movie. to
1: like a like, like a college play and getting pissed off because like because Macbeth is played by like a Mexican kid. Like yeah, like, like who, what the fuck? Who fucking cares? Yeah, dude. exactly. Like, it's like the, the whole point is, is good? the good? Emotion? Is the he, themes. Yeah, is, yeah. Like
0: will he get put in a good performance? That's what kind of matters. It's like like is what the it's, character good? You it's know? like
1: whatever we said before. It's like. If the race of the character isn't directly, you know, like connected with the to the story's character or like the story or you know anything like that, I don't think it should matter. Yeah, who what plays it? Like you know, for example, like something like you know, the whole James Bond example. James Con- James Bond can be black. He can't be a woman. Like there's a specific reasons why James Bond's character has to only be a man because that's part of his character. It's masculine. His race mm-hmm. doesn't really matter. He's just British. Like, you know, but yeah, something like Macbeth, like, yeah. Okay. We understand like this is a Scottish thing, but like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter where it's the, the setting of like Macbeth is about. It's about a person, a King who was corrupted by a, a third party to try and ascend to more power. And that's, that's actually... That's a universal story. Here's here's another classic example. The Doctor. It's not
0: even... The Doctor's not even really a male. He's an alien. He oh, can like fucking doctor be anything who, yeah. you want. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I should have specified. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, like, the Doctor can be literally anybody. Yeah. You know? Why do people have to fucking bitch and moan about that? There's no reason to.
1: Like, it, like again, like, it's about the character. It's not really about, like... <laughs> What's between their legs and the color of the skin? exactly, you know? yeah. and like again, this entire story could have been told in a modern setting with different people about a CEO, you know, like poisoning his his, you know, Rival, whatever.
0: The Lion King is literally an adaptation of Hamlet. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're fucking, t- they're literal fucking lions. Exactly. Like <laughs> okay. Like,
0: what w- what else is there to be said about this? Doesn't matter. Star? Like, it's it's. This Denzel looks. As this Macbeth. looks. Yeah, Denzel is Macbeth. <laughs> Francis McDormand as Lady Macbeth. Yeah. You, you know, got I think I. There. I think I saw one of the guys from. um. Randy from Leeson, Buster Scruggs. Right? Yeah. Gleason? Oh, maybe. I didn't see. No. Him? I saw... Yes. Uh, you know which he guy I'm talking too. about? The, the skinny guy, the the guy who does the King of Kings, the Ozymandias yes. monologue yes, at yes. the end of Buster Scruggs? I saw him also in that. He was that. there, yeah.
1: And it's Joe Cohen. <laughs> yeah, dude. Come on. It's going to be great. Oh, man. Did you... Come on. <laughs> did you see that um, insane transition with the three witches? Yeah. With the lake? the 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 smoke going through so and they, good. they teleport from the lake until like the physical you know uh, plane um god dude i can't fucking wait for, for for this movie yeah uh so next thing
0: there's a trailer for nightmare alley Guillermo del Toro's next flick coming out in december
1: see the it's thing a good with teaser this, okay look it is good. It looks really good. Like, the presentation... Like, the thing with Guillermo del Toro movies is, like, the presentation is always awesome. It always looks great. But, like, it's very here or miss, like, the substance in the story. Because I don't love del Toro all the time, you know. I'm not the biggest fan of Crimson Peak, you know. I'm not, like... Like, Pacific Rim, it's a good movie. But, like, you know, a lot of yeah. it's, just, like, not not the greatest thing, you know. Has Shape of Water held up with you after, uh, in, in the year since, or no? I loved it when it came out... You- it's okay now. Mm. I look back at it and it's like, man, I love the direction. <laughs> I, I don't know. I I, <laughs> you know. I I would have to revisit it again. I still really like that one. The presentation yeah. of that movie is fucking mind-blowing. Like, i just like, yeah. how it looks. But and even with, like, the, with, like, the story. I yeah. like the themes, too. And, like, you know, I like some of the characters. But, like, the movie doesn't really hold up as as well as it did before. But I still really enjoy it. I, and, I see where you're coming from. Because, yeah. like, in a way, I kind of feel
0: like he hit his peak with Pan's Labyrinth. Like narratively, you know, because like it,
1: it's. You really can argue hard, the Hellboy it. movies because those, those those stories are strong. Those stories
0: are strong, but dude, like compared the Pan's Labyrinth, that's a fucking odyssey in itself. Like, yeah, it's, it, it, I guess for me, like it doesn't hold a candle. You know, like it's a very close second, if anything. At least two. Hellboy he's always two.
1: been. He's always like had like a a specific like finger on um, you know just high fantasy, like dramas, you know, yeah. like very grounded stories with the f- fanatical elements of like about it. And you this
0: know? one is apparently supposed to be a different, uh, a, a, a very, a different, uh, no, sorry. This is going to supposed to be a detour from Dotoro's usual affair because it's very horror. It's very, well, it's very, it, it seems like it's very horror, but, From what we were hearing about the movie in the production leading up to it was that it's mainly a detective story, Mm -hmm. like a crime thriller that... With a noir angle to it. With a noir angle to it, yeah. Because I I think this is a remake of an old 20s film. Wouldn't be surprised. Where, at at least going from the trailer, Bradley Cooper's an investigator, I guess, trying to find the Elephant Man. Because that's what Willem Dafoe, it sounds like he's describing here. Yeah. Is he man or beast? Who knows but god almighty oh he sounds like Jim Ross. <laughs> 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 but you know, uh it's just a, tre- a teaser right now. The cast is stacked, obviously, for as with any Del Toro movie. What is it? It's uh those two Strayhorn, David Strayhorn, uh Richard Jenkins, Naomi Rapierce. Oh no, not Naomi Rapierce, uh Rooney Rumi- Rooney Mara, Tony Collette, and Kate
1: Blanchett, right? Am I missing anybody? i think yeah no i i think it's everybody um tony colette you said yeah tony yeah, Collette Randy cooper yeah. it looks like it looks like there's some sort of
0: angle with tarot cards because you kind of see like some flowing in the background the there's freak show nice, element to it like the, yeah, the circus
1: you know aesthetic to it it's cool like it's cool I, there's nothing that's really like r- screaming out to me that this is gonna be like you know some grade a g- g- del toro shit at, but, the, like, at the very least it looks entertaining
0: it does, a and like at, also at the a very least
1: at the very least, this is you know this is an auteur. yeah, this is an auteur, and then we're getting a movie that we're not gonna get anywhere else, you know, man, that shot of uh whoever
0: it was looked, looked, looked like, like was Bradley getting, Cooper. well, no, at the, the uh, not at the end of the trailer, I'm talking, talking about the one that's a little before where get by the. Car. It, yeah, or the guy that gets hit by the car. That's Cooper. Yeah, that's that was Cooper. Cooper? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that looked pretty. That looked yeah. pretty gnarly. Metal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that was cool.
1: I really hope he goes crazy with with uh with the gore. It, uh, I miss I miss like the Toro crazy fucking, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh who knows? I have
0: no idea what to expect from this movie at all. I assume the original is nothing like this. So maybe check it out, but I don't know. Let's see. Uh VHS 94. I put this on the docket because, holy shit, I haven't seen any of these VHS movies aside from a couple shorts we watched back in middle school. But, my God, this looks like a fucking a thrill ride. Yeah, uh, Segments, some segments being directed by Radio Silence, the people behind Ready or Not and the new Scream movie coming out next year. David Bruckner just came out with The Lighthouse. No, not The Lighthouse, The Nighthouse, and uh, the Hellraiser remake coming out next year. I seven, can't wait for that. That's gonna be insane. That's gonna,
1: dude. It, I can't even fucking imagine what like modern like Cenobites look like. So Nighthouse is feels like a very dist-
0: it's a very different thing from Bruckner's other work mm-hmm. from like uh, Ritual and yeah. some of the other segments. I love from the VHS. But dude, story wise, I'm so fucking excited to see whatever the fuck he's gonna come up with and with this Hot razor one. Um, who else? I can't remember his Radio name. Radio silence. The um, the guy behind the night becomes uh, the night comes for us. The night comes for us. He's yeah. directing a segment, and it, it, it it's basically what, from what I can tell, what most of these VHS movies are. It's an anthology uh film where people just raid a house and then just watch some movies. Is that the case with like one and two? They just watch the movies in this like uh apartment that gets invaded. Timo Tiahanto. Uh, Okay. That's, That's the name the, of the director.
1: Uh, Nike Nike Up for us and uh Yeah. Um Is
0: that the same I mean it, is that how they frame all these movies? It's just some people who raid a house or go
1: inside some house and just start watching I mean, videos. The first the first one was about like this uh this group of thieves who like get, find like go into this the abandoned house or like to to look for something and they find like just a bunch of VHS tapes, mm-hmm. you know, and then they started like going through all of them. And then the second one was I believe very similar situation where I believe um, uh, these friends are looking for like a missing student or like, uh, sorry, it was two PIs. Two PIs were looking for like a missing student at in this house and they find all these tapes and start looking through it. The VHS viral one was internet, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have you just, seen that one? It's really bad. Oh. Really, really bad. Like, I, I don't remember there being a, a good a good one in in that one but v- vhs and vhs2 those were decent movies like they're not not all the shirts were great in it but the idea is really cool i like you know i i love horror anthologies where you can just get different like people going crazy with some unique concept. yeah and like you know the the theme being vhs tapes like you know kind of just in the fan footage style and what you could do with that genre and like some of my favorite short films of all time are in here, you know, um, and like in, in first VHS, you know, everything that uh, Adam Wingard did with the um, do you remember the uh, the Bat Lady? Oh, yeah. The Bat Like one. Vampire Lady. Yeah. Uh, and then we also have, you know, uh, Gareth Evans, one of my favorite directors in VHS, too, <laughs> with the I, I forgot what it was called. It I can't remember the, the name. I, I
0: think it was like it evolved like a, a, a cult house. That's all you got to know. Yeah, but I can't remember the name
1: of it. Fucking crazy shit film. In my opinion, one of the greatest horror films ever. It's really good. It's it's it's, it's up there yeah. cuz it just it goes so fucking bonkers. There's a perfect three act structure there that just builds on top of everything and you have you also have like, you know, different ones like the the zombie GoPro perspective one where it's like you know, a yeah, kind I, of Yeah, like, I've heard about that one. It's very sad. It's super depressing. And there's like an alien invasion, and yeah, an alien uh, abduction one. There's it, it gets wild, and like it looks like there's there's some pretty cool shit going on with this one. And you know, the fact that it's in it's on Shutter, and Shutter's kind of always been like doing crazy shit with their original movies. Yeah, out on
0: Shutter in like a couple of days. Apparently That's like great. October sixth or the 9th. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no. I think this is the perfect place for this film and I'm I'm glad they're getting back into it, you know. Yeah. And, and and the aesthetic is nice too, back in the 90s, you know. Yeah. I guess we're done with the 80s nostalgia era and we're going straight to the 90s now. Yeah,
0: I know. I don't know how to feel about that because eventually we're going to have to they're going to have to go to the aughts, right? Yeah. And then we're going to have to see like our, things that, our our our, our generation. Yeah. We're going like, to be the what, pioneers of that, I think. So
1: huh? I think we're gonna be the pioneers for the oh yeah probably like our generation oh it's gonna be weird yeah but yeah, yeah. I'm
0: this looks exciting it looks yeah. like there's some Wolfenstein shit going on oh dude the fucking <laughs> the,
1: like the machine gun arm or something you
0: know what this kind of reminds me of so there's some segments there's some like little snippets in this trailer that kind of remind me of like infomercials
1: yes yeah. yes I don't know of any of
0: directors from that show. Are working on this, but like the news segment, the commercial with the fruit squasher, like that looks like that (laughs) looks like some infomercial shit. I oh
1: god, like I get a very like Adult Swim vibe from it. Remember that uh, what's that that guy's name who does the crazy viral films for for Adult Swim? Like this house has people in it. Oh, this house uh, has people in it, and what uh, footage of a bear. Oh,
0: too many cooks. I don't think it's the same person. Or I'm sorry. Oh yeah, I think, it's, or, yeah, like, I think um, it was different people. Infomer-
1: commercial with a bear or something like that. Yeah, on it, on edited, edited footage, footage of, of a bear. bear. Yeah. yeah, kind of feels like
0: that. Yeah, in some way. God, I gotta see this House house's people in it again. I want to see that long theory video. I've that heard that has of it. more views than the actual short film. I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one fucking great. Huh? Yeah, I was just thinking about it the other day because I was because I, uh, what, I, I caught, doing it? yeah because I caught unedited footage of a bear when it was like that one's one crazy night, and that one's fucking wild that's the but, first like, one I saw but I was thinking about that one again and I'm like yeah that was a that was a weird movie that was a weird short film I it he loved considered it a comedy yeah it's <laughs> technically considered a comedy but yeah you know what's probably gonna be comedic I guess you know what I'm not gonna shit on it that much because this actually looks fun it looks good Hawkeye yeah there's a new Hawkeye trailer yeah. for the Hawkeye show. Are we going to ignore Jeremy Renner? Well, what exactly about Jeremy Renner? That he's a country star? The stuff with his wife? <laughs> 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 well, I, you know how fucked up it is that I listed the country shit first? <laughs> that's worse do you remember when he bad had him, do you remember
1: when he made uh his own app so people can like oh the renter app yeah so people so, can meet with him and see no, how he's doing so basically like he made his own social media about him personally so people get updates on him that's like gigabrain what, shit dude like, but what
0: a weird transformation because like you go from the guy who just starred in hurt locker and a couple other indies you got this big role in the MCU and then you're just like, psychopath. yeah. And then you just make yourself your own brand, but like in the weirdest ways possible. Like, have you heard his songs? Have you heard a Jeremy Renner song? I. They're funny. <laughs> They're fucking crazy. Weird, dude. But, um, yeah, this show's coming out. Him back as Clint Barton. It doesn't look that like they got, uh, doesn't look like they got, uh, what's her name? Velma. Back, because you don't see her like you kind of see see the back of her head <laughs> in, in like one shot of the trailer. Yes. Yeah. Linda Cardellini. That's mm-hmm. it. Haley Steinfeld. Uh, finally debuting as um uh, as a uh, oh my God, why am I forgetting her name? Goodness, we talk about her all the um, time. Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop. Yeah. yeah. And uh Pizza Dog. <laughs> yeah. It it look this is straight up lo- just looks like an adaptation of the Matt Fraction David Aja run. Which is great, because that's all really Augie kind of need for a Hawkeye show.
1: Like, I like that this, like, directly takes place after... Uh, Endgame um, Yeah And it's kind of Dealing with the ramifications Of like what Hawkeye Was doing During the Endgame Where Hey remember those five years Where you were just Absolutely fucking psychotic Yeah when you became A straight up murderer <laughs> <laughs> Like like not even like, like a soldier Just an assassin Yeah Yeah it's
0: like yeah And you randomly got this Weird metal sleeve Yeah And <laughs> you had a mohawk For some reason <laughs> Yo talk about a Midlife crisis dog Yeah or dude Jesus that guy Christ. was edgy
1: <laughs> But yeah and like, yeah, it, it, I guess I, I like the it's return. Pretty obvious he's gonna die, right? I don't know if he's gonna die. More he's gonna so, die. he's probably just
0: gonna give the mantle to Kate, and she's like, Yelena's gonna come in and fucking shoot him in the face. Maybe. <laughs> oh yeah, because she's technically supposed to be here too. There's yeah. rumors of D'Onofrio coming back as Kingpin. Even though that I feel like that's so fucking sick, I fucking love it. But I, I'm, I'm really putting my doubts on that right now. Why
1: would, why would he be back though? Would does, cool, does, this does New Kingpin York have something to do with uh it's, Like it, Thunderbolts or something?
0: No, but like, it's in New York. Christmas time. Yeah, but aren't they already?
1: <laughs> the,
2: the, the
0: you could tell from the trailer the the villains from the comics are the tracksuit mafia. They're they, yeah. they, You you see them here in the trailer. They don't really have a tie with Kingpin, but since it's the MCU, they could kind of make some connection. Yeah, you could it. work it a bit. You could work it. Um, but I'm assuming because they gave her name away when they announced when we broke the news when we broke the news a couple months back. But like Vera, I assume Vera Farmiga is probably the villain for this show. Or, like, whoever's playing Echo, because there's somebody playing Echo in the show as well. There's some Daredevil ties, for sure. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I would be really happy to see Kingpin back. I don't know how it would work, but, you know, let's see. Either way, like, this looks like a fun show. I like like that they're going back to Christmas.
1: Not only that, like, I also, like, okay, so, like, there's a clear distinction now between, like, Boots on the Ground Marvel and then cosmic Marvel. Oh, yeah. How is... How are they all now going to be like affected? You know, cause like, you know how? Okay, like I know it's 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 hard to stop Loki. Like like yeah. like both like critically like you know just like opinion wise and like just like you know like in terms of like of world building and and stakes. Yeah. you know like what's gonna happen now with like these shows going forward like okay we're also setting up the Thunderbolts, but like there's an entire <laughs> kang like yeah. it's literally a thing now and i what i don't want this to be like a situation where like right after one vision you know you're really hyped to see what they're gonna do with cosmic marvel and then you get captain in the winter uh uh Falcon talking winter, to the soldier. winter soldier and it's yeah like like... A, like a
0: just more grounded standalone story and it kind of connect. feels
1: worthless you know like you know i, like... I don't know i i like the whole point I'm, of that I'm, show was just to get to give Bucky the mantle. I mean to give uh, uh Sam, the, Sam mantle, the mantle, even though he technically already had it. And uh, this just kind of to well give technically setting up mantle, Thunderbolts, you know. yeah, which
0: makes it feel like maybe they're just doing one big like setting up two different big stories. Wouldn't for it the be MCU? fucking wild? One if... Thunderbolt centric for like the grounded stories, and then all the Kang multiverse shit for the rest of the universe. Other Wouldn't it ones? be
1: fucking insane if we get some crazy fucking twist that, like, one of the shows we've been watching this entire time is actually not our version of this character, mm-hmm. but just a different reality? That so you do be something crazy, like, shoot someone in the face is it's like, oh,
0: this is from... Um, <laughs> That's what I was hoping WandaVision to be, honestly. Like a different reality? Yeah, almost. like, it was just, like, a big deep fake the entire time. Like, they'd pull a Mr. Robot, and it'd be like, oh, oh no, it's not... This isn't the real world. Ooh. Yeah, that would have been nice, but whatever. You know the Emmys happened last week?
1: Yeah, yeah, whatever. I, I didn't care. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. Anyway, um Yeah, Hawkeye. Hawkeye looks looks cool. <laughs> I like
0: I like the dog. Beat the pizza oh, yeah. dog's cool. Yeah. Uh Haley Steinfeld's really hot. Cool. Yeah, yeah, she's super hot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um
0: that's it really. Yeah. I I, I I'm glad they're making this a comedy because right. God, if I can't handle anything with that being serious. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It <laughs> I hope it's good. Yeah, I hope it's I'm good. I'm hoping it's good too. I hope it's good. Uh what's next? Alright. That's what we're done with trailers. We're done with trailers.
1: Yeah. On to the the rest of that news. The news if you wanna think like, if you wanna yeah, Oh yeah. Up there in the tabs. So our first big boy uh no the other one. Uh our first big boy uh Play production. Um, yeah, I we literally said
0: last episode we're gonna get an update about this pretty soon, and so, we did. Christopher
1: Nolan <laughs> officially is moving to Universal for his next project, which is the World War Two Oppenheimer film that uh, he's he he's he's been wanting to do with possibly Cillian Murphy uh, uh, attached to star, and um, yeah, this is uh, kind of insane because of the amount of. Um, I guess the amount of uh, demands. It almost feels like a hostage situation that's going on because he really went off. And, you know, again, there's a certain conversation you could have with the level of entitlement. Maybe Christopher Nolan has. But, like, he kind of has proven himself to be one of the most consistent directors in Hollywood. Well, and, like, he's a he's a hot commodity. He is. So, and, like, like what with, with that comes, obviously, you know, leverage. I got um, just a list of some of the demands <laughs> that yeah. he. Uh, Is he that that like culture
0: crave tweet? Where yeah. you just list off? Okay, so, list it off for me.
1: So it's basically total creative control. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, $100 million budget for, I guess, each film. Maybe like $100 million plus. Like, minimum $100 million That's for not each film. That's surprising to me. It's not surprising for him, and his films usually turn out the profit, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, $100 million marketing budget pretty crazy interesting but makes sense again <laughs> he's gonna oh, make, the, a, like he's that, gonna make like, a bomb <laughs> like that worked for Tenet like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, 100 million dollar marketing budget at least 100 days in theaters 20% of the of the first dollar cross and studio can't release a film three, month, 3 weeks before or 3 weeks after his 3 weeks oh they can't release any other competition universal film oh three weeks before and three weeks after his film
0: man peacock's gonna be really empty for a couple weeks (laughs) like i'm really expecting them to fuck him over and put that shit on peacock i think it'd be the funniest thing i obviously
1: it would suck for him that would be later that would that would obviously be later no but like
0: who knows what the streaming landscape is gonna be i'm more confident that like COVID's going to start to die down more going into, like, the middle of next year. We're already
1: almost, what, second year into this, almost? Second year into this,
0: here's hoping, you know, shit gets better. But I'm, with that, I'm expecting, regardless of that, I'm expecting these streaming services to be a little bit more cutthroat about the types of content they're going to release. And with something like Peacock, (laughs) what better than the fucking make money than to be dropping the latest Nolan
1: movie, but this on seems Peacock. pretty concrete to make sure that doesn't happen, though. True, and but it's, and with something like Nolan and like this seems like it's set in stone. It's like, hey, like there's no other way around this. Like, Here,
0: like here's hoping the Disney Black Widow tr- like lawsuit set a president for all this stuff going forward. But this doesn't like I'm still not convinced that like the studio isn't gonna try to. You know,
1: oh no, I gr- think that would cause way
0: if 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 it were to go to that sort of point,
1: that would cause too big of a problem. And like, they're already spending so much money on this this very valuable asset that I don't think that'll ever be a possibility. But you know, we'll see. <laughs> who knows? You know, I'm, I'm regardless. We're still excited for the film. And, oh like, yeah, this is such. We just live in such an interesting time for like the Hollywood press. You know, <laughs> like like we're well, not 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 the actual Hollywood press, but like you know, just like the Hollywood like you know social sphere like we live in 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 very strange times and like these the studio streaming warfare that's been going on for the last few fucking years is has just been crazy and like it's only gonna get crazier
0: yeah uh i'm looking here Uh, i just wanted to say yeah tenant actually grossed 58.4 million dollars domestically while it was released during covid so i mean yeah no not a lot right I, I don't mean, even know how much the production budget was for that one. I
1: mean, considering the circumstances. Yeah. It's just, like, that seems like the most irrational part of that entire conversation. By the way, I think you accidentally, like, deleted Uh, Oh, uh, no, the, the one after that was the Norm News. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Um, I think, like, you know, obviously considering the circumstances, and, like, obviously, like, the irrational part of the, of, like, Nolan's whole, like, take being, like, hey, this film, like, it's going to take, like... The way things are going, it was never gonna be successful, you know. So I I, I kinda thought, you know, maybe the best thing would have been to to kinda just delay it until things got better or, you know. Yeah, but no. Nolan
0: wasn't trying to budge either. Yeah. Like I think a lot of the fails in Tenant was in the case of Nolan, Nolan too, because yeah. he really wanted to stick with releasing it theatrically. I agree. And he's no. like, What's the virus? <laughs> that's, that's, I, basically, he sounds like Gordon Ramsay to me. That's my impression of it. Like, I
1: understand his whole perspective on it, but again, you know, there's just it like. It just didn't make sense. There's just literally, like, it's literally, again, it's unstoppable force meets an immovable yeah. object. Like, we're
0: in a pandemic, Nolan. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. He refuses to acknowledge just the pandemic. go shite. <laughs> that's, is that an Irish term? What is that an Irish term? Gobshite. Oh, apparently. yeah. I, I hear know. Seamus say it a lot. So, I like, I, I. So yeah, it wouldn't make sense with him. Maybe just Nolan's just secretly Irish. Maybe it's like you
1: know, like. Nah, not an it's Englishman. Like, maybe like it's that's like, an Englishman. <laughs> like, no,
0: but like you know that scene from Joker where like Arthur's uh putting all the makeup. I'm a love like yeah. Joker.
1: <laughs> from the movie <laughs> Joker. Joker. <laughs> No, we're like, it's
0: it's Nolan sitting down on a little makeup table and he's just like removing all the makeup. and, and it's just, No, and it's not even tears. It's like freckles of ginger hair and shit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like a South Park skit. Yeah. Uh, but hey, speaking of uh, Gulp Shites, oh, there's shit. a Penguin spinoff in the works at HBO Max. Oh, starring Possibly starring God. Colin
1: Farrell. Okay, like, it's so weird, like, how <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Warner Brothers and, like, and how they're approaching this new Batman universe. Cause like, you know, I always just kind of assumed they were just going to leave it like just standalone films, leave it at that. But it kind of seems like they're making just their own little universes with their standalone characters, which I don't, I don't necessarily think that's a bad idea. I mean, that's kind of what they're doing already with like Suicide Squad and Peacemaker, you know, that's happening already. Yeah. And like, you know, where this goes, could be very interesting. I think the I think the fact that like these shows have heavy involvement from the director of these movies, like you know, obviously Peacemaker, most of it's done by James Gunn, yeah, and it, Matt Reeves is supposed to have a big a big stake into this.
0: Well, it says here from this Hollywood Reporter article that uh him and Dylan Clark are executive producers on the project. So yeah. that, that's the thing. Like this definitely sounds like exciting news. Yeah, and I agree wholeheartedly with what you've been saying about like DC's, you know. Like not HBO Max's like view on the DC films mm-hmm. franchise going forward. But I'm this is just my this is just me speculating, this is just my fears. We'll have being Gotham projected. PD coming out. So. That's that's where I'm yeah. leading into. This is just me projecting my fears into this and my skepticism. But this start this is starting to sound a little bit like a Last Jedi scenario. Where what do you mean? Before even Last Jedi came out, you would get news oh. of
1: like, "Oh, Johnson's doing his own trilogy! Yeah, it's
2: gonna be on Johnson, baby!" Yeah.
1: And then it came out. <laughs> I mean, if we're being honest, for a long time, I've been getting the feeling that when the Batman comes out, it's gonna be very controversial. Yeah, ha- and that's has that just only been me? Right? No, it's not. It's not because like it's a, it's like this weird feeling, like. It something's feels gonna different. be in this movie something's gonna be in this movie that's gonna change a lot of people's opinion about batman in the direction of batman yeah and it feels
0: already just from that one trailer we've gotten it feels very different from Extremely. a lot of what we've
1: gotten yeah from what we had
0: before and it's just i don't have a problem with it no it's just what is everybody else gonna think about it yeah because this shit obviously has to make money this shit obviously has to be a Critical success. It's Batman. It's Batman, but it has to be like critically re- well received. To, yeah, because you have two fucking projects in the pipeline that are connected to this and are basically you're making a franchise off of this new world. One of those shows got before B- the D- first D- movie's
1: even out. They they were dude. Who was it that they got uh, to to to. To show running or right for the show before uh, he left. Um, it was uh, Terrence Winter. Yes, before he left. Yeah, that's not a name you get lightly. That's yeah. not a name you take lightly. That means they have a lot of, they have a lot of passion or at least a lot of confidence in what they're setting up here. And again, you know, there's nothing that makes me happier than both Conan Farrow and Batman. Oh yeah, but like you know, I I I think this should be made. With, you know, Colin in mind. Also, it's kind of weird how much of, I guess, Gotham they're taking, not inspiration, but they're really getting pointers from Gotham and what made that so, su- so successful and really capitalizing off that. Mm-hmm. So we're getting a Gotham PD show and we're also getting a Penguin-centric show. Both are huge elements of Gotham when it was premiering. Yeah. Pe- o- Oswald being... God, that's a- so weird. That's right. Oswald being one of the main characters of Gotham. What a know? fucking
0: weird full circle we've gone to with that.
1: Yeah, and I'm just wondering, like, what's the direction this is going to take? What's the tone? I want Colin Farrell back if they were to do it. Oh, so-
0: that's the only that's the only reason I would be for this. Is it
1: me? This. Is it me? Or are we going to get, like, a Tony Soprano, Colin... uh, It's Tony Soprano... the many saints of Cobblepot? Yeah, like, (laughs) are we going to get, like, a Tony Soprano, like, Penguin? Because he kind of seems like that. He's a big dude. Yeah. Like, he kind of looks huge in the movie, like... Oh, man, that would be really fun. Right? I'm thinking to myself, like, damn, can you imagine, like, that kind of energy with a Penguin? Just really aggressive, like, fucking attack first, ask questions never... I just (laughs) just
0: really hope this doesn't affect, because... This news feels a lot more obvious now, given the the rumors that apparently he isn't in the movie as much, in in the first movie as much.
1: I'm just just hopeful that, like... This is probably going to be a Peacemaker situation, where, like, he is in the movie, but, like, you know... Yeah, but, like, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping for more of
0: a Peacemaker thing with Penguin in this first Matt Reeves movie than, like... He's in a couple scenes, and then he's sidelined completely. I you know, like, it's obvious setup for something else. You I know? Think, like, I'd I, rather not have that.
1: <laughs> he'll probably, like, fill the Scarecrow role in the Nolan movies where he's has his own thing going on in the background I the would entire hope time. So. And, like, I kind of feel like they're kind of going the political route with with this version of Cobblepot. You know, maybe, like, they do another, like, run at the mayor type of thing.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah.
1: And, I, like, I it's also kind of, and like, you know, Kind of the way, like things are kind of setting up with the Riddler, him like taking down these huge political figures. There's gonna be a power vacuum between who Falcone, uh, Cobblepot you know, <laughs> the Joker, the. J- <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, I I it's I see it. I see what I see it. <laughs> I
0: I just I just hope, you know, I just hope that like. My fears so are just, curious, are just man. not grounded Whoa, in fuck. anything. I, I just hope God my fear, it. I just hope I'm proven wrong when the movie comes You saying that out. Last
1: Jedi shit really grounded me right now, because, like, fuck, I agree, like, that this might be a, that kind of situation. Yeah, and we were going fucking ballistic when that news dropped, because yeah. we were like,
0: fuck yeah, more Ryan
1: Johnson, and then we're, like, five years after the fact, and we're like, where's Ryan Johnson? Well, to be fair, <laughs> well, to be fair, this is also kind of different, because, like, this isn't a, a case where, like, oh, Matt Reeves is it, making his, his own show this is uh, him as yeah. a showrunner you know like he's still doing his own thing but this is probably just more of like a a wide a wide role in the sense of like just keeping an eye on everything you yeah
0: know? i'm 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 cautiously optimistic about this yeah at the moment let me just before we move on i just yeah. want to list off just the other dc shows that we still haven't gotten yet which oh is yeah just fucking crazy green lantern from greg berlanti green Lantern core Right? Is it Green No, no, just Green Lantern. Okay. Because Green Lantern core is apparently the movie. If that's, that's even still, still a thing. I don't know.
1: <laughs> so Green Lantern as in the Finn Wolf um what's the the, the Finn Wolf no, not Finn Wolfhard. No, no, uh, Finn Whitrock. Whitrock.
0: Guy yeah. Gardner show yeah. with uh Simon Bass. So and cool, Justin. by the way. Fucking great cast. Amazing still, choice for still, Guy still up for that.
1: Amazing choice.
0: Uh JJ Abrams producing a Justice League Dark project. Peacemaker, which is coming out in January. So it's confirmed that it's coming mm. out in January. And uh DMZ. Which apparently is still in development, I guess. Uh, DMZ being... That was, a, that was a vertical comic that Ava DuVernay is apparently attached to. I don't know oh, how that one. Okay. In, She involved she is in that one. But yeah, DMZ Doesn't is that one. Does she have
1: like three DC projects she's been involved with? Like
0: It's that, Naomi, which is going coming to the CW.
1: New Gods is dead. Yeah, yeah unfortunately. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I was hoping yeah. for that.
0: Dude, I'm more excited for that than Eternals. I'm more <laughs> excited for that dead project than I am for Eternals. <laughs>
1: um is very exciting right now. Yeah,
0: yeah. I have, like... Fucking fandoms in a couple weeks, by the way. Bro, like... Oh, fandoms so starting sad. when
1: we go to AEW. I guess we're going to have another special
0: episode. Probably. Because it's yeah. basically our Comic-Con now. Yeah, it's our Comic-Con, yeah. Yeah. Because Comic-Con it's definitely isn't a thing. <laughs>
1: Can you believe it? Comic-Con's dead. <laughs> yeah, in a way, yeah. No, no, like...
0: It's dead. Well, I'm... Let's see what happens <laughs> when they come back to physical... Because they were dead. online again this year. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like a pity stream. yeah like. <laughs>
2: But But like, we'll definitely have a DC fandom recap for that.
1: It's just like the last two years or three years of DC has been very exciting, you know. Ever since Shazam came out, to be honest, I think ever since Shazam came out, like that really kind of made me feel better about you know things going forward. Eighty four isn't the greatest, but you know, yeah, I
0: still enjoy it. You know, I I look back in that movie and it's like, yeah, it's stupid, but it's not a terrible movie it's just
1: you hear everything that's like being planned and it's coming out it's like man suicide squad was so good the suicide squad was so good fantastic like i still think about that it's like man that was such a fun movie that i can't i can't look back at that movie and like pay attention to any of my criticisms because they never get in the way of just how much fun it was you know regardless (laughs) regardless um Superhero movies are cool, and uh, Batman's gonna be great. Yeah, Let's hope. that Batman's hope. great. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> knock on wood. Literally. Um. Hey, you want to? Know who's knocking on wood right now? <laughs> Activision Blizzard. Oh, why are they? Why? Why are they knocking the, uh, on wood? The because, they're, burned down. because they're being investigated by the U.S. government through the SEC. Nice. Um. Based. They li They based subpe- and Ted Pill. <laughs> no, not Ted Pilk. but see, based. They. Um. Uh,
0: they. This is coming off of. Um. This is coming from
1: what's the name of the site
0: here? Rock Paper Shotgun, uh, reporting an article from Wall Street Journal. We could get, we could have gotten the Wall Street Journal article, but that was under a paywall, and we were like, "Fuck that." So, uh, this article by Rock Paper Shotgun is basically listing out that the U.S. government's Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, are inve- are now investigating Activision Blizzard over the company's handling of sexual misconduct and harassment allegations comes two months just after the publishers were sued by the state of California. And now the SEC have subpoenaed a number of high-level executives, reportedly including CEO Bobby Kotick, and have requested internal documents relating to the allegations.
1: I'm just like, as you're saying that, I'm just like thinking back of the video of um, uh, uh, the lady uh, who talked to them about their characters Changing being too... Uh, too sexual. Yeah, too sexual, and then just laughing. Yeah. Who's laughing? Literally, who's Who's laughing laughing now? now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, dude! dude, The
0: fact that Bobby Kotick is involved in this is fucking great. You know what's so funny
1: too? Um, we um a a few days ago, uh, the beta for the next Call of Duty came out. Call of Duty Vanguard, and you know what's coming out tomorrow? No, wait, wait, wait. what? (laughs) Diablo 2 (laughs) Remastered. Which, hey man, I hate Blizzard, but I'm gonna get it. I'm sorry, (laughs) but hey, I, I love Diablo, but. No, um, the trailers like they took out Activision's like studio name from the trailers oh. because of everything that's been going on, and and like instead of Activision presents, it's Call of Duty presents. Ew, like, cause bro, they're just so fucked right now. It's kind of insane. Well, are we gonna see like the official fob of Activision Blizzard? I think we've been watching it for the last like, couple are of months we, now. Like, is this, is are the studios getting like like like? split split apart like are people gonna start buying up buying thing buying who, things who out who knows what's gonna because, happen like of this because like yeah we're, we're this all, it's all fun and games none of this is fun games <laughs> but like yeah we're laughing right now over this but like this is gonna change the industry for the next few decades in both good ways and bad ways but like you know obviously people need to help be held accountable for you know what they've done and what they have what they've allowed to, to happen But, like, it really is like, it's kind of crazy when you're really thinking about this because, like, the next 10 years are going to be dictated by a case like this. Even, I think, even less than
0: that, I think we're going to see Activision Blizzard in an entirely different light, even if it it even survives. Can
1: you imagine that there's going to be a generation of people, a generation of kids who. Aren't gonna see the logo of Activision, and I'm not saying that because I'm sad. I don't give a fuck. No, what I'm saying that because like that was yeah. such a big part of my childhood seeing the logo Activision and all the games related all the to games. it. Wow, Diablo, like the Overwatch. It's a legacy stu. It's a legacy company. <laughs> you really, like, do, do you really think the Diablo Four is gonna come out? Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> Are you sure? Maybe. I hope it is. <laughs> but like, but like, but like, you know, obviously the entire situation is really fucked, and like, I just find it wild that like such a big legacy company like like this is going to get this probably dissolved. And like, you know, obviously we're not, (laughs) as you say this, Raul pulls up the article for, for the whole Fortnite (laughs) epic and Apple thing. And it's just a picture of one of the Fortnite characters in black and white shocked. (laughs) It's the 1984
0: (laughs) ad that they did. Oh my God. Sorry, but continue.
1: No, I just, I just find it insane that like, we're going to live in a time that there's very, very soon. We're going to live in a time where Activision and Blizzard probably won't be around anymore and like yeah or you know just everything's gonna change now the video game industry has been has been so crazy lately dude like I know we focus on film usually mostly but god fucking damn it's dude. a fucking forest fire it's over there it's a nightmare there. yeah like it's insane I can't imagine having a career there yeah how unstable that must be no I mean dude one of our buddies, Josh, yeah. <laughs> on
0: the show. He, he's trying to be a video game composer. I fucking hope for the best for him, dude. Because. <laughs> Shout out to Josh. We love you, buddy. We love you, buddy. I haven't
1: talked to him in forever. We gotta,
0: we gotta meet up soon. Yeah, we do. I hope you're doing well in your studies. Please survive.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fucked, dude. Like, it, it, it's like I can't imagine being in that industry. Like, I already have my own personal issues going on right now in the yeah, film industry. Same like Same here. It's not, like, it's not easy. But like, god damn, dude, it's it's fucked. It's really bad. Fucked
0: the three big bad bees, Blizzard, Bethesda, and uh, Bioware. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and they're all fucking under fire. Well, no, not so much Bethesda anymore, but like definitely Blizzard, a little bit of uh, Bioware. But yeah, I let's let's talk about this epic Fortnite lawsuit.
1: Man, it's crazy. Both like the epic situation and like the whole Blizzard Activision situation we've been following since the show started, basically. Yeah, almost. Uh. Technically, the Apple one is late a little bit later.
0: That you know, I know, but I'm saying with in regards to the Apple uh, Epic trial, uh, they Epic actually issued an appeal, so okay. it's actually going to continue. Of course, but first
1: round, it's literally a chess match between all of them. Yeah. That's what it is
0: in in the first round at least. That's how I'm going to go with it with boxing terms. Um, Epic, uh, as Epic won wins the, the battle, Epic won the Fortnite lawsuit against Apple in the case that. And this is actually setting a precedent for almost anything now, not even just stuff in the Apple store. Another big like, event for going Play. on in the video game industry. Yeah, <laughs> where uh, uh, developers can now have their own, can now implement their own shopping, um, uh, what's the term for it? Their own forms of currency, like own forms of, their, they don't have to split. The cur- their currency revenue with Apple anymore yeah. they could just make their own storefront and put the purchases through uh, on there through like, the Apple store for example pay 20 bucks for a thousand gems and that exactly. gems could be
1: used as currency in the game you're playing
0: now that goes straight to Epic in this case rather than splitting it with um, Apple the, which is the what like 50% or? I think it was 60-40% in Apple. favor of Apple yeah the thir- no I think the 30 was for Apple Still, still a lot relatively it's a lot it's crazy especially for the like for for a game like epic
1: and like' it's, and it's not just epic which is a studio that could obviously afford this oh yeah no this, this is goes for any, dev- any app developers, game developers anybody
0: yeah this is now going to go this literally is going to set a present for everybody not even just in the app store but now in Google play possibly because it at least from some of the core documents it's listing as not even just the app store it's Man. it's listing as just any Apple application store storefront.
1: I'm sorry I'm sorry I keep mentioning how like about like our lives and stuff and how how horrible it must be to like work in these industries but fuck man like it already is it, it's hard working in the film industry now I can't I can't fucking imagine being an indie game developer trying to get your game out there oh god that must in the be. sea of literal billions of video games on Steam like
0: you wanna you wanna know a recent example of like how how sad some of it is uh you know Toby Fox right yes guy behind Deltarune mm-hmm. Undertale. Chapter two of Deltarune came out recently and compared to the staff credits where part one was mainly him and it's very short part two had a shit ton of more people work on it because entire Korea. Yeah. In between um, in between the release of one and two, he put out a tweet saying, hey, I need a lot of help for me to get these chapters out here because it's hard to make these things yeah. especially without any finance if he's even even if the fucking first two chapters of Deltarune at this point are free you know like
1: how does he make your, how do you make money from that
0: 3 4 and 5 are supposed to be purchase uh purchase ones
1: it's a seven chapter game what about game. the but what about the original two?
0: the original 2 are going to stay free They've Forever. always been free from the release. From you, always release. been
1: free. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. How do, you, how do sorry, <laughs> I like spit yeah. on everyone. Yeah, it's fine. Um, how do you like? How do you make money off something like that? Yeah,
0: exactly. You know, and then all that manpower just by yourself with even with that first. Oh one my God, like, must be hell.
1: You're you're literally sleeping two hours a day.
0: Yeah, and first of all, mind you, he doesn't even just do the game design. He, he does has, the music too.
1: And he has and, and doesn't he? Didn't he have like a like another like full time job at the oh, same time of making that game? I don't know. I, I have I'm no pretty idea. Pretty sure some s- so, like situation like that. Or, Probably, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if that's was just if that's the case because he has
0: to make money somehow. Yeah, I mean, he makes that Undertale money, but like still it reminds
1: <laughs> me also. Um, um, I like early t- the early 2010s, the, the the Let's Play era of YouTube. Uh, Amnesia. Uh, oh, have Amnesia. you ever played Amnesia? Yes. yes. Like the that first Amnesia game, like obviously it was popularized by PewDiePie and it got really big. Whatever. It was made by like a small, a small team of people. Yeah. Small team of people. The the sequel comes out years later after getting popularized by PewDiePie and all these people. Huge fucking studio. An entire studio like dedicated to like making that game, you know? And it's 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 crazy. Like the success stories of like the video game industry are so like endearing and they make you feel good. But like when you just like go on Steam and you just see all oh, games and it's like Mike like these, there, there are video games I've never... I, these are studios I've never heard of, and I'm never going to play. Remember
0: like, I, Remember Among Us? That game was out like a year before it actually became yes, popular. Yes. Yeah, and that just popped out, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Did you see that fighting game, by the way? The no. Among Us fighting game? This is Among Us fighting game? It's not an official one. It's, I think it's a fan game. It's like second. Dude, okay. it's so funny. It. It's really funny. It's like footsies, because they don't have arms. No, <laughs> no, they kind of have arms. That's funny. But it's, it's funny. Um, But technically, yes, they did win this part of the battle, but... They also lost. Good, because um, some of the other uh, things that Apple was, uh, uh, Epic was pushing for during this trial were rejected immediately by the judge. Which were including what the most prominent being that uh, A- uh, Apple does, Apple doesn't need to let Fortnite back into their storefronts. And now that they've issued the appeal, it could take up to like five more years until it goes back to the App Store if it does. You know because. Apple isn't required to do that. And that's the Why storefront that... Yeah, exactly. After all this time... This would be funny. But after all this time... Um it's still, it was still the only, pl- like the biggest place where they would make their money. So we're just that still back. Their money.
1: We're kind of back to square one. But <laughs> yeah. if anything, we're the winners here. In a way, we're kind of
0: the winners here. Game developers Game are the developers, winners here because yeah. now they could just get the money a hundred percent. Man, that know? must feel good. That must be great. <laughs> <laughs> that must be great to get yeah. money versus <laughs> oh, something that we make. <laughs> 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 it sounds nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's mainly it for right now. They're appealing, and let's see what happens. Uh, by the way, fuck Epic, fuck Apple too. Yeah, fuck both. Oh, of them. that's the other thing too. They didn't. They don't recognize the Apple Store as a monopoly, which is kind of crazy still. It's,
1: well, it, it isn't. It's not. Like if you obviously if you have Play Google store Play. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, but considering everything <laughs> like that, so I know it's it's crazy.
1: It's like saying YouTube's a monopoly, which huh, you can argue. You kind of can,
0: because you, you can't argue. watch the same videos on Vimeo.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or Bitshoot. Bit shoot. I've never heard of bit shoot. Good. Don't. All right. Never or the ever hub. Wanted. No,
0: you can actually watch a lot of video, normal videos on the hub. On Pornhub? Yeah, on Pornhub. Yeah, yeah. yeah probably. Uh, don't support Pornhub, though. Yeah, don't fuck no, fuck them. They're, they're fucking awful. Go to X
1: Hamster. <laughs> hey, the uh,
0: NVIDIA GeForce <laughs> X. Thing, oh, yeah, that news. Oh, my God. They leaked a bunch of fucking games that are probably real. A lot of the. They confirmed that the leak was real, but a lot of the titles are being released out there are either not real or were real for a time but are probably canceled. Mm. So I'm just going to highlight some games that are probably may or may not be coming out within the next 5 to 10 years.
1: Wait, before you get that. But like yeah. is this one of those scenarios where like um, like the leak kind of like docks people? and like? Kind I, of I
0: hope not. I think it was just database things in terms of catalog titles. Like you see a screenshot. That's of, all we could hope for. Yeah, that's all you could hope for. Yeah, honestly. With these kinds of things. Yeah but like for example, there's a screenshot going online that's legit of a PC port, a possible PC port for God of War, which might actually be real but you know like some some of these things are just done in the through this system as like testing there uh, has been, like been kind of
1: there has been kind of like a, a, a slow and steady push. From Sony to kind of start getting into the PC realm, yeah, which is very much appreciated. I mean, yeah. look at the uh, the Uncharted games. They can easily make their own like PlayStation store, they like could. on the PC. What's what's I, stopping them?
0: Maybe just l-
1: through time, they're they're gonna get through that. But let's see. Uh,
0: I see that happening. But let, whatever, yeah. Continue. Let's see. Uh, they have it, uh, we're looking at this Reddit thread, and it's listed by, like, listed by company names. I'm just gonna highlight some of them. So, some
1: are real and some are fake.
0: Some may be real. Some are either fake or cancelled. Because these are titles that don't necessarily have an exact time window, and they were probably things that were probably, like, uh, in development for a while before it was scrapped so altogether. So,
1: this is either, okay, so either this is... Still happening or has happened in the past,
0: or was in talks to happen regardless. This is this is uh, authentic. Take, yeah, take with a grain of salt this leak is real, they confirmed it's real, but take real with information, a grain of salt, whether so. or not, yeah, whether yeah. or not, okay, right. w- whether or not these titles are actually real. All right, go ahead. Um, so Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Edition that that was announced recently, God NPC? of War, yeah. God of War Returnal, Demon Souls which we kind of suspected Demon Souls is going to get a PC yeah, port at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Ratchet and Clank no specific game, Sackboy, Ghost of Tsushima. I have Demon Souls right there, there,
1: but like I, I never play the PS5, so Oh man, I want to <laughs> I want to play it. Yeah. Dude,
0: and apparently there's news that like Best Buy is finally getting in-store stock of uh Series X's and PS5s. It's been and so and it's like, dude, fuck, I'm dude, telling I you get it was one.
1: I was so easy to get that PS5. You're lucky. It was so easy. You're you're very lucky in that regard, man.
0: I need the, I need to get the money first, and then I gotta you know actually buy. And, and I, I didn't fuck- do a bot or anything. It was just timing. And you know what? It fucking sucks because like my brother's doing the exact same thing you're doing. He has his
1: PS5 there,
0: but he just plays on a Switch. And I'm like,
1: fuck you. <laughs> well, well, okay, the PS5 so is my brother's. The PS5 is my brother's. Oh, he, I know. Sa- yeah. That's the same with my brother. It's so, like
0: it uh, it he owns it, but he barely uses it. I'm primarily you
1: know? a PC guy, you yeah. know. Like literally but there are a few games that I want to play. Like I really want to play fucking Demon Souls and I want to finish Miles Morales, but, you know. Yeah. Oh well. Like up, up! It, it, just, it I, just makes
0: my blood boil because, like, I want it, you know, yeah, like, yeah, and and I can't have it. Yeah. Um, Gear Six from Microsoft, uh, Project Holland, which was later confirmed to be the t- name for Fable. Fuck. Uh, Halo Five Guardians, an untitled game from the Initiative, Avowed, which is the new, um, not Bethesda, but what's the other people who make good RPGs? The people behind New Vegas and uh, that Outer Worlds thing.
1: Ah. Uh, Fuck. Um, you know who I'm talking about, I though, do. right? Yeah.
0: I think they also worked on KOTOR 2. But I I'm, remember ju- I'm just going to keep going. Uh, Square Enix. This is, has some of the more interesting Remedy? ones. Remedy? Studio? No. No, Remedy is uh, the people behind Control. Chrono Cross Remaster. Final Fantasy Tactics Remaster. Final Fantasy VII Remake. And Final Fantasy IX Remake. Ooh. Interesting and a uh, final fantasy 16 uh, and kingdom hearts 4 <laughs> where's the final fantasy
1: 6 re- remake dog exactly i uh, that that we need Kef- kefka bro i think they're that's gonna take we forever. need kefka bro uh,
0: kefka's fucking great
1: you <laughs> very pronounced name right yeah. yeah
0: yeah um out of all these final fantasy 9 actually makes a lot of sense cuz apparently there's an anime being developed about that they're doing a final fantasy 9 anime or i think 10 Either you know, way, the one with that little, like, uh, Orko looking guy, the one with that, that's getting an anime
1: soon. I find it pretty crazy that, like, I didn't, like, grow up as hardcore of a Final Fantasy fan as I could have been. It's just. It's Final, just, Final it's Fantasy is, like, directly really... up my alley. I just don't know. Like, I played seven and six, but, like. Yeah.
0: I never got into RPGs until, like, fairly late in the game, yeah. honestly. I, it was just no- nothing I ever uh, cared about. The when closest. I,
1: grew up. I mean, the closest you can probably. Considered maybe like Pokemon, you know. Pokemon, yeah, that's yeah. considered RPG. That's yeah. true.
0: Uh, Capcom, Resident Evil Four remake, Street Fighter Six, Dragon's Dogma Two, which has been talked about for fucking ever. years. Monster and Monster Ooh, Hunter Six.
1: Monster Hunter. Do you play Monster Hunter? Yeah. Is it good? I well. it's or like, do you like it? I've I've heard. No, I good. no no no. Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter is great. I never got far in whenever I played Monster Hunter, but uh, I had Monster Hunter World for uh ps4 that was great um i last month there was a monster hunter that i played for the wii u that i really enjoyed a psp one that i played oh, um, i was like
0: generations or something i know something it's like, like i know like the ones that don't have no they don't even have them by numbers don't they they just have it by subtitles it's good stuff yeah. it's good stuff
1: yeah monster yeah. hunter is a great series for the people who like enjoy that kind of thing i know saul loves it it's tough oh yeah he fucking yeah. adores
0: it uh take two GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas remasters. Ooh, Those were rumored yeah. recently, so yeah. that's not surprising. A Bioshock RTX remaster and what? Bioshock 2022. That's been <sighs> rumored for a while. Years, yeah, yeah, we've been hearing that like they've been, they've been thinking the about doing team? a new no, right? thing. No, I think Dan, Le- Dan Levine or something like that. I think he's gone. I think he's doing something else right now.
1: I, I, I just... It's is what could you do with like Bioshock again? Like, I mean, you could just a make it, like Bioshock. M-
0: just make a whole different game and just slap a Bioshock title on it. I guess. I mean, that was basically what.
1: That was Infinite, kind of right? what. Uh, what Infinite was, yeah. You know, just you know, telekinesis and, uh, well, like powers and like floating. Yeah. City. Yeah. Just Let's a see. Different city.
0: EA, you have uh, Mirror's Edge RTX Remaster, a new game from Respawn, and this is where like where again where I mentioned titles here are probably not really real or have or were in development for a time and were canceled. Titanfall 3. Cuz it was confirmed for a while that Titanfall 3 was in somewhat development before Apex uh yeah, became a thing it. and then, you know, EA saw Suck Apex that. and they were <laughs> like, yeah, work on that. Yeah. Uh Bandai Namco Tekken 8, that's been a rumor forever. Uh let's see. There's Crisis. a couple more. What? Uh-huh. Crisis. Oh, Crisis 4. That's crazy. You play you get- Crisis? Yeah, dude. Are those games good?
1: They were really fun. Mm-hmm. And, like, like back then, they were, like, graphic marvels. Interesting. Yeah.
0: So I'm going to list off a couple other ones here. There's a couple that are just, like, scattered throughout. But, like, in terms Ooh. of WB, Ooh. we've got I see. I see Injustice little... 3, Gods Will Fall. And, like, I apparently love... a full title, like, just like that. I be love be that guy. title. That sounds good. That yeah. makes sense for that. Uh, Batman: Arkham Knight RTX Remaster, Mm. and
1: uh, what's Valve Valve got got in? Oh, I'll get to that in a second. But uh, (laughs) scrolling
0: down to this thing because there's a lot of stuff here. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 is also no, Mortal Kombat 12 12, is also being uh, said to been found here. Valve though, very interesting. Yes. Apparently listed inside this database was some uh, something for a Half Life Two remaster from Valve.
1: Now, now let's uh, big disclaimer with anything Half Life related. There has been many versions of what someone would of what some would consider a new Half Life installment. That's been both that's been pitched, canceled, pitched, canceled, pitched, canceled. Now, whether or not like Raul mentioned in the beginning, some of these titles either they've been in development or are in development currently. Whether or not that might actually be a thing, who knows? But considering how successful Half Life Alexis was, I oh, Alex. wouldn't Alex, sorry. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if like a Half Life Two remastered would be made both as like a general remastered of the video game as you usually would play it and maybe even have a VR aspect of uh, to that game.
2: Yeah. Maybe um, the
1: entire game in VR, Half Life Two VR. Do, do you know what hap- did you f- uh read about what happened at the end of Alex? Uh no. Sounds like they want to do more with that franchise. (laughs) I mean, all I'm gonna say there. I mean, like again, we've talked we've talked in the past about how like Valve they've always been a company that kind of both pushed like technology and like just the video game industry in general. And like Alex is kind of like what I think a lot of what they want to focus on is kind of you know heading towards yeah. Just the the whole because Alex's VR is fucking crazy. Yeah, you've seen the gameplay. it's, It's really good. I highly recommend uh, uh, PewDiePie's uh, playthrough. I saw uh, Vine Sauce's uh, playthrough on Vine it. Vine Sauce. Yeah, same name's Vsauce? Vinny.
0: V-Sauce, that's it. Yeah, Vinny. <laughs> hey, V-Sauce here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen PewDiePie's one. I, I'll check it out soon. Yeah. But, yeah, that would that definitely seems promising. Um, I was going to say. Mike towards mouth, Raul. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just mo- uh, moving the docket. Literally, like, kiss the mic. Like, I know. Um,
1: there you go. <laughs> what you. a difference, Jesus, Jesus Christ! You fucking
0: bitch. Uh, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Um, oh, speaking of Valve, I got a concrete time window. I got an updated time window for my Steam Deck. Mm. Yeah, next March. Nice. Yeah. Ooh, that's. It's gonna be a while.
1: It's not that long. It's Whoa. not that long. Yeah. We're in
0: sub- We're about to hit October now in a couple we're of days. We're about to end the year. Yeah, honestly. What have you done this year? Yeah. Nothing. Not as much, <laughs> yeah, honestly. <me> uh, <laughs> I. I think that's really it. The only other ones that seem notable to mention here are like Modern Warfare 3 remaster, but who knows what the fuck is going to happen with Lizard, with Activision. And um, this is funny. I mean, this co- guy, this guy mentions here on the thread that uh, there's a listing for an MGS 2 and 3 HD remaster. But in parentheses, he's like, no shot, in my opinion. <laughs> What are you gonna say?
1: Why do you specifically point that one out? <laughs> because
0: it's just so funny that he, he's the only one that puts his own opinion on that one, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, no, no fucking
1: chance."
2: <laughs>
1: um, I was just gonna say, like, at least in Ca- w- with like Call of Duty aspect, if like Activision ends up to- ends up getting dissolved or something, or something like that happens, Call of Duty could just literally stand on its own. <laughs> like if they wanted to. Imagine if EA bought the con franchise
0: <laughs> Oh no not by Disney or something like uh, ridiculous. No, Disney would not. Why not? Well you know what Maybe. Why not? You know what why not? Why yeah. Not? Imagine putting Mickey in fucking Vietnam. Imagine making a shooter. With Mickey. Yeah. I'm sure there's a mod there for that. And uh this is the last news on the docket. Oh, fuck yeah. There's a quick little update. <laughs> Uh, Discussions for a Marvel vs. Capcom 2 remaster Have reportedly begun This is coming from the people at Digital Eclipse uh, Mike Mika uh, Has said that both Disney and Capcom Have been approached about the idea This is coming off the heels of Maximilian Dudes Hashtag free MVC2 campaign Where people have just been showing their love For Marvel vs. Capcom 2 Online on Twitter And even on television on AEW You see people holding up signs saying free MVC2 and you know they're basically uh mike mika who his uh team before the they weren't called digital clips but they were called a different name beforehand they were the people behind the hd remaster for marvel vs. capcom 2 from the xbox 360 and ps3 but obviously you can't buy that game anymore because it's been long discontinued um he, he He's basically spearheading this, you know, endeavor with Maximilian Dude. And this is the latest update he's given about this. So, man, here's hoping because I want to play Marvel vs. Capcom 2 again with, like, an actual release. You know, ROMs are nice. They're not bad. But, you know, I would like to support the game I really like. That's just about it. And yeah, oh, God. Wow, I had no idea. Did you know this game came out in two we thousand? Which were like one? Marvel vs. Capcom two. Yes. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, It's yeah, yeah. classic, dude.
1: I remember growing up and my cousins like and their friends playing. Marvel vs. Capcom is such a big game, like in the in the fighting game community.
0: It's like I think it's like the melee for a lot of people, where it's like yeah, the most 100%. popular. You know, everybody kind of knows it. You know, what ESPN was even mentioning uh, the 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 movement recently, and they were doing like. They were posting, like, things on their social media. Uh, as like, little parodies of, like, their t- the title select screen from the game. It's like, man, just do it. Like, you know how much money you can make <laughs> from this? It's literally Marvel vs. Versus... It's the best one of the bunch. Well,
1: arguably. A lot of people say 3 is great. And I do like 3 a lot, but, you know. I mean, I haven't played Marvel vs. Capcom since 2. I would... remember we used to play in your house. Yeah, yeah. that was fun. That was yeah. Fun. yeah. Oh, my God, long Who did I play? I think it was Wolverine. I would always play
0: Wolverine. Wolverine. No, Spider-Man, i man
1: Magneto, I think.
0: Magneto? Magneto's I think either Magneto tier. or Dante. Mag- no. Oh, wait. From Marvel's Capcom 3. Yes. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about 2. Because like with thir- with 2, Magneto's like god tier. Yeah. Apparently, Wolverine's not as good in 2. But one of the best ones, surprisingly, Jill Valentine from Resident Evil. For real? Yeah. She's like, oh, God. You should watch some videos of Jill game- gameplay in 2. She's fucking ballistic. It's amazing. But... That's it for that right now. And we're done with news. We're done with news. Yeah. How was your week?
2: <sighs> I
0: have to throw the ball to you because last episode you gave it to me. Yeah. 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 It's fine.
2: Yeah. I
1: finished. Well, I'm almost basically done with Hunter Hunter. Oh, I thought you did finish it. Um, I Basically, like I have like 20, 30 chapters left. Like in the grand scheme, that isn't that much. Oh, but, okay. Like,
0: but you finished the show at least. You finished the yeah, anime every, at this point.
1: Everything that the anime went through, finished. Have okay. you gone past the anime?
0: I know what happens after, but it's the anime that's why I've been recommending it to you so much because the anime ends on and such start a nice stuff. Oh, perfect. The anime I ends on opinions, such a nice, yeah. uh, definite point, you know, that it's like I don't even need to read the next couple of chapters because like this just feels like a good ending for this for show. gone. For gone. But that's the but, thing. Oh, that that's okay. the thing. Spoilers. I'll always Let's all right. You want to okay. you want to get into some spoilers? Yes, I do. Okay.
1: Because I, I, I we've talked. I've been talking about Hunter x Hunter for the last few months. Totally like, fine. Yeah, I'm down. Spoilers for Hunter Hunters. I to check time stamps if you want to get if you want to get past. With the anime, it's always made the it always made the
0: case that that show at least that story presented in that show was always gone story, and that's why I always liked how you know how it ends because it just it's a complete bookend you know there's nothing there there's some things that they set up definitely but you know it's perfectly fine as is
1: to end it in that point i have to disagree because i feel like there is an entirely new story that has to be told with gun because he he literally lost his innocence he completely like he didn't almost like like Delve into like the dark side. He went through hundred percent. Oh yeah, and like he's a completely changed person. And like I, you know, at the point of where I'm at in the manga, Gon's not around. He apparently for now Gon's story is finished, but I I heavily do think he's gonna come back in some time skip capacity, um, if Togashi were to continue, um, which I honestly do yeah. think he will. Be- but I don't think he can if he if he draws. But that's the thing. He should just ride and just get like let a team do it. Who knows? You know,
0: because like I feel like that's also a bit of a Mira situation where like who knows how much you know creative. Because like, alive. He wants to do. And He's healthy apparently. He's, he- no. he's alive. He's doing well. But like you know, if he wants to draw it too, that's that's obviously his yeah, right. Obviously. You know, like yeah. that's that's uh, that's just to him because that's his baby. At the end of the day, it's
1: just the thing with Hunter Hunter. Like you know, you can tell like. I, d- I kind of don't like how they just like completely changed Gon's character. Not changed, but like kind of revealed this part of Gon's character in a huge way and they just left it like that. I Yes, he, he like now that he went through this traumatic experience as a kid, he he's going to grow up. Yeah. And like his life like shortened apparently, but like yes. I guess it's like reverted now because of the wishing, but does that mean he's only going to live to a certain like like time period now or can he like now okay because now to reset that like he can't use then but he's alive again and he's like you know he's back to his normal age can he still is he still gonna grow up to that age you know that's the thing we still have no idea.
0: We have no clue. And, like, it's literally... I think it's been a, over a couple
1: of years now since the last chapter's come out. Yeah, it's been officially a thousand days, like, a few weeks ago. Yeah, stroke. like,
0: the, the delays in between Hunter Hunter or fucking hiatus, hiatus...
1: 2018 was, I think, the last
0: yeah chapter. Like, it's, it's more gaps... It's more gaps in between chapters than, than Berserk. Berserk ever had, yeah. had, you know? And who knows what's the actual reasoning behind it, but, like... It's things like that that, you know, really don't want me, don't make me want to continue, like, the story through the manga because, like, yeah, we could get to that point where, you know, we go back to Gon. We could get a lot more, especially with what they left off with, Um, what's the island? What's the I- The Dark Continent.
1: The Dark Continent. But. It's more than just an island. I know, yeah,
0: it's <laughs> definitely more than just an island. That's so fucking terrifying about Literally,
1: it. Literally, the way it's described in the manga is, like, the world that we know in Hunter Hunter, the map, is a quarter... Cor- well, it's not described like this, but, like, the way I see it, it's, like, it's a quarter inside a big pool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like the Westeros comparison.
1: Like we, there's there's we have no idea what's beyond exactly a point. Yeah. which
0: the anime it's so funny because the anime kind of frames it in like a more optimistic light where I'm looking at it and it's like that's fucking terrifying See,
1: <laughs> that's the thing okay I enjoy the anime a lot but I went no back no, no to let the me let, let okay, me yeah, we'll let, let me tell you yeah, why yeah. though let okay, me tell yeah, you why because
0: like it's. I get, I get the reason behind that because it's done through the perspective of Gene. Because Gene is explaining why the Dark Continent is so fascinating yeah. to him. So in the context of that scene, it's shown it's more optimistic. But in reality, it feels more fucking terrifying than anything we've ever seen.
1: Because, all right, the thing with, like, the manga and, like, the anime in general is the manga is very, like, it's very horrific. Oh, in, a, yeah. in a lot of big ways, and not to say that the anime isn't, because it is. And like some of the like the biggest moments in the anime are done really well. Did you see? I mean, the manga are done really well in the anime.
0: Did you see Gon's fight? Yes. With Pito? Yeah. Ugh.
1: Okay. I don't think there's ever. I don't think Fuck there's that a cat better bitch. Cho- There's. <laughs> there's. I don't think there's a better choice than approaching that scene at, instead of an action scene as a horror scene. That scene is literally. It it feels like Michael Myers is approaching his prey. Wait, is
0: that is that how they frame it in the manga? It's more of an action scene. No, no, oh. no, 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 it's horrifying. Oh, okay. no, it's it's scary. Because like, I, I I I think they do make it just as like horrifying in the anime. No, it they, feels no, very horrifying. No, no, no,
1: no. no. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. But I'm just saying, like, a lot of like let's say if you took like a Dragon Ball approach to this and you like kind of look at the way like the way it's drawn in the mug, you can you can easily make that a very powerful like fuck yeah he finally like you know got the power super saiyan yeah, yeah! but like you know it's treated the way it's supposed to be done and the, the score the fucking violins, the way it like just like pierces together as like he's powering up his voice it's, change it's it, <laughs> no I, I kind of wish they, I kind of wish they, they, they got a different voice actor because um, I'm pretty sure it was just the same voice actor just deep in the voice but mm, really I have, to, yeah. I have to look that up um
0: they but, change it they change no wait actually i think they keep it in the same the dub because i i watched the dub a little
1: while after i finished the show oh, yeah continue but regardless like the way that was handled is amazing like just exactly how it's supposed to be and just it's so horrific and like you just see one of like the most like wide-eyed like naive special characters like in the show and like he's just turned to He's just. Literal he didn't darkness. turn. No, no, he didn't even turn because this is this is all implied. Like he, you know, he's a person who can't really handle like the gray area of the world. Like he's a very black and white person where things are better, things are not. You know, he doesn't care about morality in the way somebody usually should. It's and a like,
0: simplistic Goku mindset. But, but like, like, what but if you were to inv- what in a re- you- real world air quotes. Yeah, what if you were to like uh, subvert that with the reality of like, oh, this power is. More than just that, and it actually it's like supersedes everything you've known at this point. To the, to the to the moment that like when you're doing the big hero thing, it's not even a big hero thing. It's the world a- feels like <clears throat> it's fucking ending, and a huge bomb just goes off when you fight. It's crazy. Like it's it's the one of the best examples of like I, I hear this trope a lot. I steal this, um, I'm stealing this trope from a uh, Castle Super Beast, but it's one of the best tropes of like you didn't win, at all you know you lost yourself yeah it's like, like there was nothing to gain here you didn't win shit like everything's ruined for you now
1: it's like the, the way that that's he, like the way first of all the way that was written by togashi and like how like it's a literal physical representation of the conflict of the character it's many like a lot of the reasons why i love hunter hunter is this, because of the writing philosophies that berserk shares it's almost—it's a very unforgiving world, and it kind of shows you that, like, hey, you can win, but what the fuck did you really win? And at what cost? Like, at like, what cost? It's not even just—it's
0: not even just the case with Gon. Fucking Kurapika's assassin arc is oh so God. devastating because you see his innocence
1: lost as well. No, yeah, 100%. and he has to go on the run, <laughs> like he hundred, like like just everything with him, and like just. The entire show is fantastic, and, like, I I need to talk about, like, I still think about this, and, like, it still kind of kind of has me a little shook, shook, uh, shook, shook, <laughs> um, Netero's final stand against Merim. Merrim, 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 that's how, that's a, how, that's how
0: they say it in the Well, show. the king. Yeah.
1: Ne- like, final stand against the king. Like, I, that's
0: why I was so confused when you were texting me about this, because you would always mention the king, and it's like, did they not say his name? In the, no, yeah, in the yeah, yeah, they did, um,
1: <laughs> um. <laughs> like that moment of realization by the king when he realized that like there's no way I could have ever won humanity's too evil for that yeah and like that like like how you mentioned just the breakdown of the wise old man trope of shonen when you realize that the 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 wise old man who spends his entire life to be stronger than everybody else the is master a selfish, Roshi. is a selfish com- is a selfish um What's the word? A selfish, entitled cunt. And, like, there's but nothing like, but
0: just pure. But he, he can back it up. He that's, can that, back that's it up. That's what's even worse. That's about what's scariest. Yeah.
1: That there is nothing, no, there is no species that could defeat pure human will. And that is honestly horrifying. And not only was that moment when he sticks his fingers in his chest and makes it explode, but the way it was handled in the manga, I prefer it because, dude. Togashi's drawings, like Togashi's art is, is a little unbeatable. Never really. Like good. like goddamn, like when he's smiling, the skull behind him, uh, you know nothing of the bottomless madness uh. within the human heart. That is that is I I I need I'm gonna use that quote one day in a movie or something because there's that is such an amazing quote. It's like really that just completely like takes all the themes that the chimera at war arc has been like building up to and just puts it in your face and like and it's you want to feel good because yeah he won but like at what cost when you when you think about because of that bomb now there are thousands of people who are dying of this uncurable disease that they're spreading to others and the implication being that this was genocide. Yeah, people are gonna die. Well, no, it is straight up genocide too. When
0: you think about like, even the people who died, leading up to all these chimeras being they're spreading it to as others. Well. Yeah, it's the that the uh, the chimera ant war is one of the best fucking arcs ever from just a philosophical standpoint because you have you have these set the set of antagonists who. Through and through are still labeled and uh, like still framed as antagonists through the chimera, uh, through the chimera ants. But they're so formidable that it pushes the humans in this story to be just as evil or just as fucked as they are, or even to some cases more so. That like it just makes you you watching all of this and you're like, who
1: really is the hero in this story? This is a strange, <laughs> this is a weird comparison, but stay with me. The reason why I love the character dynamics and like the writing of what Togashi did with the Chimera Ant War is. How? Is the same reason why I enjoy the conflict between Batman and Superman. Mm. Where with Batman and Superman, you get a person who is an alien to this world and is more human than the people living in this earth. And you get somebody who was kind of born under this earth and who hates everything that humanity has to offer. And that that kind of parallel is is really interesting to me in that dynamic and I see that reflected and I see that kind of dynamic in Hunter x Hunter with the Chimera ants and humanity where you start off both you know, the Chimera ants are this are this uh, empty minded evil spawn that just wants to reproduce, grow and take over. Yeah. And then you got the the, the powerful humans who will take a stand against them. And as that's as the story goes on, you kinda realize how cruel humans are and how, how really the war they're fighting against the against ants is kind of a petty war because they're really going against evolution. <sighs> In mm-hmm. many ways they're going against like what's supposed to happen and like the and even specifically with Netero and, like, Gon, like, or here, a perfect example between the king and Gon, as the king gained humanity and became... Uh, and, and grew a heart, Gon lost his innocence. Yeah. And lost his humanity, offer revenge. And
0: you want to know the craziest part about, like, it's, it's especially when it comes to, like, some of those characters? The person who we've been led to assume is, like, the crazy one, the bad one, the fucked up one the entire time leading up to it, arguably, you know, still is, Kilawa. And yet Kilowa is the most humane character throughout that entire arc. He doesn't lose his innocence. He actually grows more as a character. And at the end of the day, his he's, entire- he's just as devastated as he was before because all of his friends, his light in Gon was fucking perished.
1: His <laughs> entire conflict is him feeling he's been a failure as a friend and that's not something you would have expected from the kid who literally ripped the dude's heart out in the yeah. beginning of this story. That's like, why
0: that's like that's why like the Chairman arc while not as good as obviously not as good as, as chimera uh, it's a
1: nece- it's a necessary epilog. It's
0: a necessary epilog. Because, not because of the chairman shit, which is not no. bad.
1: I love, like, oh my god, look, but, uh, when Leo fucking sucker punches uh, Jing. Uh,
0: yes! That is one of the best fucking moments in that series, dude. dude. The, he just storms in, gives him all that Pissed. shit. Punches him or leaves. leaves. Literally, that's the Chad 4chan meme. People, <laughs> people want to
1: argue Leorio is is a bad character. He's the who best. Who does nothing. He
0: does more than No, anybody. and he's relatable, too. He's like, why do you want these Nen powers? I need a job. I just want to be a doctor, <laughs> Yeah, man. I want like, to be a doctor. It's expensive. Like, like. <laughs> but um, I was saying with... It's Funk a Jing, necessary. By the way. It's a huh? Fuck Jing by the way. Worst dad ever. Worst dad. Worse ever. than everybody. Like, and everybody agrees. You know, like nope. even worse than Gendo. I assume. I'd argue. Oh my god, the yeah, worst. It's god. fucking awful. But, um, uh, which is why I kind of hate that last exchange. Him and Go and have. I hate it. Which is like, uh-huh, you left me. <laughs> it's like that's how it kind that's of comes what I'm off. That's i Like I don't wait, know. Wait, when... wait, wait. Okay, but yeah, let me sorry. let me say like sorry. the necessary epilogue, th- like for for Chairman arc. I agree with it more so in, t- in terms of Kira- uh, Kilawa's story because he has to go back to the compound and he's trying to figure out his way of, like, he's trying to figure out a way to save Gon by any means necessary, you know? And that puts him as the lead character in this moment going against fucking, um, uh, oh, my goodness, a uh, clown guy, um Boner Clown. Uh, Hisoka. H- Hisoka and his brother and, like, all these forces that are telling him, like, you can't fucking do this. You can't go against your will. You know, you, yeah, you, you can't go and like re, like be the good guy at this point and he mm. proves him wrong, which is one of the reasons. What, like it's probably that's like the best part of that whole arc for me is just that entire uh, journey with his character after after the Chimera War. It's fucking fantastic, man. And like. I don't know if I would rewatch it again. But I would want, I would like to rewatch some moments. Like whenever I hear that someone's t- like somebody in our circle or a friend of mine is watching Hunter Hunter, I get excited because it is a genuinely fun show.
1: And it never, and like, not that it never stumbles, because it's not a perfect show. or It's story. not.
0: Greed Island is not a good arc. I don't it, really. It's not. It's I yeah. Really no, it. there,
1: there, there are a lot of the dumb moments in in Hunter x Hunter. Like the world building is very overwhelming sometimes, especially towards the later later ends of like uh, where the manga is currently. Like there's a lot that, yeah. they, that, that that they just need to explain, and well, Togashi, and like you know they, it's not a perfect story, but it's a story that has a purpose and defies your and yeah defies your expectations in ways that you wouldn't expect from a typical shonen and i appreciate the fuck out of that yeah so yeah i'm really happy you checked that out it's honestly. no it's it's i am so glad because Hunter was one of those things where i didn't know i was going to like it like, but with Berserk, I kind of had a feeling I was really going to like it. I didn't know I was going to love it. Well, that's, that's the, the
0: thing. Because when you look at, like, just any regular promotional material from Hunter x Hunter, you're expecting a fucking kid show. Yeah. You're not expecting actual genocide.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you're not expecting, like, you're, you're not expecting the main character to turn a, a cat, a cat person's Brain to mush like uh, you wait, know by the what ripping by the hearts way? out, decapitating people, <laughs> yeah. fucking yeah, literal genocide like you just said. Assassins,
0: everything going on with the fucking New York New City arc and all that. Oh that one of my favorite characters ever. One when, of her side characters ever, Melody. Her backstory. Yes, everything it. with the devil's piccolo or whatever it's mm-hmm. called. Fucking horrifying dude. So it's good. A, ugh. It's a great show, really. I good.
1: mean, the great story. I, don't I right was gonna
0: it. say, uh I wanted to mention one last thing about Gon, but for some reason, I I forgot it now. Oh yeah, also very necessary costume change
1: to the yeah. just
0: just I hate his green costume. He looks like a dork. He looks like a stupid sprite. I
1: saw some like fan art of like what an older Gon would look like. Let's say like they do like a like a hundred hundred shippun. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know. Um, like you know cool designs I think he looks so fucking sick like completely shredded a, bro 0. .0% le- uh, body fat Does, will never lean eat a carb in fuck. his life lean as fuck yeah. like god damn and just and he
0: had the squ- handsome squidward face too like his, his face kind of feels like ah, dude, vertical in shape
1: oh dude and the hair like yeah. the way it like moves around and just horrifying when he decapitates I mean not decapitates when he cuts off his arm Cut off their ends still, ja? Again, like oh fuck. It's so much better
0: Japanese than in English because it's uh, uh, rock paper scissors like translated, but it's like eat, shoot, rock, or something like that. The manga that transition
1: is better. It's show
2: me rock.
1: Oh, Okay,
0: That's... it is show me rock in the dub. I don't care no, for no, show no. me the rock. The dub is worse. The dub is something else. I the don't dub care dub for is, uh... No, no, for real. The, the The dub in the Madhouse one is show me rock. Oh, okay. He says it all the time. I okay. just don't care for show me rock I like instead of show rock, paper, rock. scissors. That's not bad. Eh, it's fine. I like show me rock. You know what's worse, though? I don't know if the manga does this, but every time Pito would fucking open her bitch mouth, it was always a cap pun. Well, meow, that's fascinating. Like, that shit. I fucking hate it. Pito, Pito's a girl in the anime. Well, technically, she's like a creature. But, well. But she's presented as female. Yeah.
1: In the manga, it's a guy. Really? Yes. Maybe it's just my translation that I read, but, like, in other translations I've read. I, I, that's sw- a, I swear I thought I saw boobs on Pito. Refer Always referred to anime. as he. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. My, my mistake on that one. Um, no, it's not your mistake Because it's it because in the anime She's presented as a woman Oh, for real? Yes Okay, yeah No. I'm, There's I'm, a I'm difference. sure yeah. I saw Cleavage yeah. there That's why no, I was No. no so confused yeah. no, no, in the anime She's a woman And in the manga He's a, a oh, guy Oh, yeah.
2: yeah Oh, interesting
0: Yeah it's, it's fucking crazy though Like, I hate every, Those little cap puns That they would throw They yeah. do it more in the dub I don't know if they really Did it that much in the sub Don't worry Or Glenn, in the manga Don't worry, gun guy too Oh, well, yeah I mean, she You didn't have to deal With her afterwards Dude, that fucking kick
1: Oh, that fuck. kick is the Dude, best. Jesus Christ. And her face is just somewhere. like, did you
0: see her face just going away? <laughs> like, you know what's <sighs> even crazier? That's just why I wish, like, oh, Togashi like Killua, went back. Oh, uh, Godspeed? Oh, Super Saiyan 2. Sick as fuck. His lightning yeah. speed is the best. Sick as fuck. But, um, what was I saying? You, like, you know what I, like, I really wish Togashi went back to writing it faster and, like, in full time. I, like, I wish. Obviously, if he doesn't, it's fine. I, I, I made my peace with that. I wish we could get more stuff about the Dark Continent at this point because the hint that they've made about the Chimera is so scary. In the when you get to the Dark Continent arc, they they talk they make a reference to the Chimera and uh, ants because they're actually they come from the Dark Continent, yeah. but they are apparently a less formidable species, which just the makes everything way worse.
1: The implication that um, okay, because where Hunter Hunter is right now, it's like what. I think it's like halfway. <laughs> I think it's 50% of the, of the full story that's supposed to happen. Oh, in total, not in, just in Dark Continent. Like, no, no. Like, like where they leave off in the manga is oh. 50% of the story, I think. Mm. Like, there's still a large portion of the story that needs to be told, especially with what they set up with Dark Continent. The implication that the king is not even close to being the strongest thing in the world of Hunter x Hunter... There's no hope. Like I'd rather cry. There's I, already I, like, you, the, poor roles, cry. <laughs> the poor man's rose. The poor man's rose is already affecting an entire nation. Killing them off slowly. Yeah. I assume it's gonna eventually spread. Like oh, like this is such a bleak universe. Yeah. Like, it's so dark. And yet it has the most optimistic
0: theme song I've ever seen in a mainstream anime. It's such a good it's such a banger too. I fucking love the main the theme song for Hunter x Hunter. Would you trust
1: there's a there's a moment do you remember the moment with um um the chimera ant that can hold his breath. The chameleon. Yes. Um when like uh he's talking to Gun and Gun's like, okay, I trust you. What? Uh, wh- why? You, you don't even know me. <laughs> uh, I'm <So>? your enemy. <laughs> so? You're not my enemy. You seem cool. Like, like... you know
0: you what's know, my favorite? Uh even better than that, the assassin uh koala. Oh my god, the gun koala, psychopath. yeah. Yeah, when he just like
1: recounts his entire backstory. <laughs> can you explain the kite thing? I don't understand the kite thing. So, so Kite died. Kite came back as a girl. I don't Kite get as that. we
0: know. Kite as we knew him died. died. Yeah. Kite soul. Kite's consciousness was still intact. And it was transferred into the body of that new character. I can't remember her name. So she is technically Kite. She has all the memories of Kite. She is. She her is. person
1: with the memory of Kite or. She.
0: No. She. She is Kite. She is Kite. But That's as a the girl. Thing. She in a girl's is kite. Chi- yeah, she has all the memories, but she is just in a chimera body. Wild. Mm. It's fucking wild.
1: I don't know how I feel about that. It's, because it's, it's it, crazy. It's like, crazy. I kinda of didn't understand it when I read it.
0: Yeah, it's it's a weird one because like it's kind of the same it's it's a similar thing with like the girl, the girl and boy that get murdered early on in the arc. Mm-hmm. They're just they're just their consciousness is just transplanted into another body. You know, it's kind of like they take their brain
1: essentially. Or, you know, yeah, but in like, this case, but they Kite's it, personality is in the forefront.
0: Yeah, but also his memories too. Yeah, yeah, and it is exactly the same as the as
1: the little girl and bro, uh, boy. So like th- that's why I find it so weird because like Gon talking to uh, Kite, like you know, at the end, it's like it doesn't hit that. Like it's weird. I do. I don't well, know. Well, did you I...
0: see it in the anime? I feel like no. it,
1: it. It for
0: me, it it still it hit the landing. In the anime, it's just I, weird because obviously different character, different voice, different character, everything.
1: everything. But it's like it's kite. Yeah, it's
0: it, it is King's kite. kite. Like, yes,
1: like yeah, fucking crazy. No, yeah.
2: yeah.
0: I miss uh, I miss his stand, his uh, death. Oh, the it, scythe? Death scythe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In the dub, he he's so funny because he's totally like, yeah. what's yeah, next? Yeah, yeah. He sounds
1: like the mask, <laughs> and he he's like, man, I hate this thing. Why'd you make it like that then? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that was so good. That's great. Yeah. Uh, anything else for your week? <laughs> um, I'm gonna get back into JoJo eventually. I think I'm a. I think I'm Are you starting part four? I'm starting part five. Oh yeah, you're in part five. That's I'm right. Like I think I'm like halfway through part five. Uh, I'm, I'm watching part five. I, I I think I'm gonna binge a little bit of One Piece. You know, probably binge a little, another forty episodes. I haven't been blindly. on One Piece in a minute. Yeah, but I gotta get on that too. The thing with like I've mentioned it before, the thing with like big shows like One Piece like that, I need to watch it. I need to watch a sh- like, like forty episodes of a- a like at a time type of thing, you know. Yeah, like that. It, it helps me get through it. But um, yeah, what else? Uh, that's about it, to be honest. Um, uh, I'm working out. Uh, <laughs> Same. Yeah, we're yeah. both we're, we're both working out. We're both it's, fitness boys now.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Been trying to get more work. Uh, Same. On the film production side, uh, you know. Yeah, to, yeah. Uh, fucking. Yeah, what about you? What's, a, ha, ha, what's, your, <laughs> what's your, uh what's your what's your week like, buddy? It's How been okay, weeks been? I guess.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's been fine. I mean, AEW still is a part of my life at this point. Oh, cool. You know, there was a really really good Can't film wait with. for
1: the for the AEW. Oh, the October show's going to be fun. Yeah. Dude.
0: I I there last night they had the first match between Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega. Fucking great. Even though they still kind of held some stuff back, but it definitely felt like a like a precursor to like a big pay-per-view fight. But it felt genuine. Dude, she, it was so good. Yeah. Oh, dude, the guys, their fucking chest looked like shredded meat. They were chopping the fuck out of each other. I
1: can't fucking wait to get absolutely shredded because we're going to get, we're, we're going to we're,
2: we'll get, su- we're gonna we'll get a safe. little
1: lit. Yeah. We're going to be safe. We're going to take an Uber. We're going to drink a little bit before, you know, the wrestling yeah,
2: match. Yeah. The- we're going to go to yeah. Yeah. Like,
1: I hope to see I hope the CM Punk ice cream bars are there. Oh, that'd be fucking sick. Yeah, I, mean, I pay. I, mean, I pay for them. Yeah, dude. Apparently they're good too. Oh, we're gonna be so trash eating fucking ice uh, cream. Ah, uh, yeah. Watching wrestling. Should we make us an American? Nerd sign. I
0: w- that's what I was thinking. Actually, I was. We could talk about this off air. Yeah. I, I've had some ideas of signs we could. do That would be fun. Oh, dude. That'd and be
1: fun. Where we're sitting. Uh, oh, here's hoping. We have great seats, don't
0: we? Uh, let's not spoil it. Okay. Right. <laughs> um. Do we? I think we do. Yeah. I think we do. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be so fucking. <laughs> That's in a few weeks. Jesus. Yeah, dude, the 16th. Yeah. Fuck the, yeah. Yeah. Right. I got I got the we're, I got work cleared for that Saturday, so I'm good. Thank God. Yeah, i um, too. I'm, I I saw that. Uh I mean, I've been watching that. Uh I haven't caught A-W up on W Diamond of Yeah. <laughs> um let me see. I haven't caught up on Fena. I'm like four episodes behind that. I haven't caught up on Archer. Archer's back. Oh fuck. It's, it's still fu- uh, it's still funny. Still I haven't Archer. seen the
1: last two seasons.
0: Uh, they're pretty good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I something. stopped at the, 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 the um, L.A. Noir one.
0: Oh, the Dreamland one? Yeah. Yeah, just skip the next two seasons and go back to when he comes out of the coma.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, it's you, crazy where crazy they, they took cool. that show after.
0: Yeah, I know. I mean, look, I, I applaud their ambition, but like, it wasn't, it's, it was, it's not Archer. Yeah. That's the thing. It didn't feel like Archer. Um, that one's, that one's fine. I'm not gonna talk about it too much. I just, I just want to mention, there's an episode where he makes, uh, best friends with a little monkey a baby monkey because it's an episode where him and lana are teaming with essentially lana! Like, yeah <laughs> he's teaming with um <laughs> they're teaming with like essentially like an environmental protection agency or something like that and it's just funny like john benjamin's delivery is so fucking good it's just as great as always he's like lana i found this monkey i want to keep him he's so cute <laughs>
1: That was a great summer, binging well, yeah. all of Archer. Yeah, that was dude. such a fun summer. Because, like, goddamn, Archer's a great fucking show. Like, It's really good. Uh, but, like, I remember none of it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember
0: Krieger's anime No, of course. With Burt yeah, of course, of course,
1: of course, of course, of course, of course. It's amazing. Or TV. Uh, own. Oh, my God,
0: what's TV's own? Oh, my God, the guy that they would get that's not Christian Slater, the obscure guy from, like, some 70s show. Whatever. Oh, fuck, dude. Whatever Dude, it, I'm funny. telling you, like that
1: just completely blacked out in my mind. So funny though. It's so good. <laughs> I got a monkey. What <laughs> up? <Mother>! So <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um Mother <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me see. I'm looking through my stuff. I've been okay, gotcha. I'm I'm not caught up on what if. I'm I'm one episode yeah, behind. Neither. I didn't I'm a see I didn't again. see Party Thor yet. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'll get we'll get back to when the season like, ends. Like the Doctor Strange to, the Doctor Strange episode is the best one genuinely so far. probably the best one. Amazing. And the like, one top where, Like top tier Marvel shit. Like, that and like the one where all the heroes start getting killed. That one is genuinely what, funny. What? Uh the the assassin one. Yes. That, that one's, one's genuinely yes. funny. Yeah. <laughs> i was about to spoil it, but yes. <laughs> uh oh my goodness. Let me see. I think that's about it. I've stu- I I've, I'll right? talk I'll talk about this more. You know what? I might actually I may recommend this next one for Halloween, the, but I won't uh, say the
2: the, uh, okay. the
0: what.
1: Okay, yeah. I think I know what you're about to say. It's a show. Okay, never it's mind. It's a show. All right, okay. Yeah,
0: over. it's a miniseries. Cool. But I'll cool. talk. I'll, we'll probably talk about that later. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that's about it. You know, I I've been wa- I started this show called Reservation Dogs. I don't know if you know it. Yes, I don't. I'm tell a me couple episodes. I know. It looks good. It's pretty good. It's just really funny. New Zealand ass, like No, they're not New Zealand. They're oh. native they're natives. Yeah, they're from an indigenous oh. tribe and they live in their own like um part of the like reserve reservation. that took place in New no, Zealand. No, no. It's just because Teka Watiti's a co creator on it. No, but every like it's nice. It's just a nice. bunch of kids trying to get out of their own reservation. Yeah. Yeah. It's really funny. Yeah. Really, really funny. There's <laughs> that type humor. It has yeah. a Taika humor, but there's like a set of characters that specifically remind me of uh one of our friends. I'll tell you later. Okay, <laughs> but it's a funny show. I'm yeah. like two, three episodes in on that one. You know. Yeah, I th- you want to go to the pick? <laughs> I think that's it. I have. Okay, I have seen Malignant, but you have not finished Malignant. No, I. Yeah. We will talk about Malignant later. We will trust me. We Good. will. Okay. Um,
1: Malignant is fucking wild. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's f- bring the tone down. Oh the way. Down. Yeah, I'm.
0: I'm done with my week. Let's talk about black let, Let's. Let's talk about Irreversible. Did, okay, actually, let me start off by asking, why did you recommend
1: the reversible? Because okay, not only did like not know what to recommend, but like, I, I've been needing like just like genuinely like some more creative like spark. Not mm. in terms of like substance of the story, oh yeah, but in terms of just like presentation, Creat- creativity, and camera whip. Yeah, I needed something like I don't know, like lately, lately like my kick has been manga and anime. Like I haven't seen like a, a I haven't seen like a. Not that I haven't seen, but like there hasn't been like a movie that I haven't seen that makes me, you know, like just want to watch it, on camera, it. You get me? Yeah. And I, oh. you know, we all have a, our, our opinions, but I think Asparin always one of the best directors to ever live. I think I think in terms of just presentation, direction, wildness, like just he's a fucking psychopath, but he's a pure artist to its to his core. And you know, I've always been a fan of his films, and Irreversible was one of those films that you know. I watched some of it growing up, but I, you know, I, ooh, it's a, uh, it's a tough one. Yeah, tough no, one. this is
0: not an easy recommend. For it anybody. is not. And it's not
1: someone. I. It's not something I recommend at all. To, I assume
0: we're not spoiling anything, right? I don't want to. No. Yeah, that's good. Uh, but I, I mean, to. but be fair warning: if you are um, not comfortable with talks about sexual assault and um, it's a very triggering film. Yeah, and homophobia in some instances.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: why we have timestamps. Yeah,
1: 100%. <laughs> but continue. I think Irreversible is a film that completely 100% respects the subject matter in such a disrespectful way, in such an intense, visceral way that no matter what you get out of this film, you felt what those characters felt. You were completely consumed in the mind of, like... And, like, the torture of these people. And, like, the... It's... The kind of mental anguish you go through watching this film. And the the physical cringe. There hasn't been a movie... It's been a while since seen a movie that makes you feel the way this movie makes you feel. Where it's just hatred, discomfort, and just... Pure human emotion and it's the magic of cinema that we can feel something like this and understand where someone is coming from when telling a story like this. And I appreciate this film a lot more because the things I know behind the scenes and how the movie was handled. Yeah. The film the you know, the way the movie was made. There is I'll go more in depth, but you go ahead. Um, this film's I, incredible. This film, in, in in like, it's a tough it's film. It's, yeah, it's challenging. It's, it's not an easy recommend, but in terms of just pure art, this is up there. Yeah, and,
0: like, how I felt with Climax, I feel like this is a movie I would have to probably try, attempt to revisit to kind of oh, just get buddy. a more, you know... I don't think I can ever this movie again.
1: Well, I can because there are sequences in this movie that are genuinely so fucking mind-blowing and yeah. I have no clue how somebody can be behind a camera doing this shit. But that's that's the thing, right? Like,
0: I've only seen, out of Noe's work, uh, uh, not including this, I've only seen Climax beforehand. And, you know, even with this, I can agree that with two movies that I've seen in his filmography... He is a type of filmmaker that really h- hits the jugular and is really like tries to get the most reaction out of somebody from watching this. You know, obviously there is a story there. There's there's a substance there, but like the stuff that happens in the story like it it invites the viewer to feel disgusted, to feel heavy, strong emotions watching it because you know, this is it's not an easy story to say I think for the for the like to the hmm, the extent that we could talk about this movie plot wise is that this is following three people, arguably probably four, in a really really bad night in um, France in France, that involves some of the things that we talked about earlier, and they're presented in ways that feel very very shocking, very agonizing. very striking, agonizing, uncomfortable because it just a lot of it are uninterrupted sequences that just don't cut away to anything. And you know it's I'm not so um I'm I'm not so I'm not gonna get so hard on this movie that than I was with Climax the first time I saw it because now I can understand what you kind had of very filmmaker.
1: different I remember you having very different opinions between like you like first watching it and then really like yeah, thinking about it. No, and just re it. You arguably it. you love it now. No,
0: yeah, because I can understand what the what Gaspar was uh what Noah was setting out to do with climax yeah. i can understand what Noah was setting out to do with irreversible the film is presented in you know backwards order but either way you look at it the motions are still there the shock and is still ways. there it it's works both ways it works both ways and it's just it's a devastating film about a very devastating thing and it's grounded in such a very you know uh, i wouldn't say authentic that's not the right word like in such a very harsh but Grounded reality that you can't really say that this is you know not like realistic or not like obvious like or or even um like you 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 can't really like fault the movie for that because this is some really fucked up shit that happens in this real world that in this world that we live in and. You know obviously if you're uncomfortable by it that's totally Don't granted. Watch the movie. that's totally justified yeah like, it, this is
1: one of those cases where like if you genuinely feel like a certain way about this film you it's not for you and yeah you watch yeah
0: it. and it's just it either way you slice it you it's hard to stomach you know if you're gonna watch it or if you're not it's it it's presented in a way that you can't really you know like you, you can't escape it you and know like, and that's the hard reality reality of it you can't escape this you know level of violence and you can't escape this level of animality and cruelty it's I feel like it's centered in a more uh, distinct perspective in this movie than it did than it was in climax I actually think like thematically a lot of what no way did in climax he actually just expanded upon from this because you Here's get something... multiple viewpoints in this. But, like, actually... this one is more more like centered across it's more it's more centered around like anger in you know with men in men Mm-hmm. Than it is, you know, with climax where it's like anger within like a, a group of people, yeah, and like other you know audiences and, and 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 demographics, and and for that, you know, it's I I it feels more visceral and it feels more you know painful to watch. I but hate all, the all take, at the same time. I hate that the it, take... that it, um like it it's just as effective as it was in climax, if I not hate... even more in some cases.
1: I hate to take that this film is um. That this film is uh fetishizing uh these themes. I don't think it does way. at all.
0: I, I really don't think it does at all. I and think I think No Way has a weird Lars von Trier problem where he kinda like it's very subtle in some indulgent, yeah. Where no no, not in overindulgent.
1: Well, where like he kinda jerks himself off a little bit. That's bad. actually fucking hilarious that you say that. Because here's a little fun fact. What? one of the dudes that you see jerking off in the movie is Gospar. Noé. No I figured, I figured because he got, because he got, uh, it's really, uh, it's, I, this is a really like, again, this is not a fun movie, not, but this not, the is fucking hilarious because everybody, we to, to, uh, kind of, uh, get away from the claims that he's homophobic. He, there's a certain gay bar that they film yeah. in, in this movie. And he went to the gay bar and jerked off next to everybody. Oh okay, actually man. jerked off, not yeah. even like pretend. Jesus.
0: Yeah. Um oh, fucking <laughs> wow. Okay. It's wild. But like okay, but I, there's there's some instances where like aside from the literal jerking off, like there's some things where like it's kind of like a bit of a large venture problem or like a Gus Van Sant problem but where the, it's like playing to some of the obvious things where it's like, I know what this is about, you know, but it's
1: it's a minor problem I have with this but movie. But the thing with but it feels more genuine from someone like Gaspar, because compared to someone like Lars von Trier, who makes things to kind of prep himself up and like kind of like m- almost like he makes films to like prove a point that he's an artist. Gaspar's an artist, and he's fucking wild. And like, yeah, he likes letting people know that it's him. But like, it feels like more genuine because it's a very much a reflection of who he is and how he sees the world. Almost. I feel that. I I understand that. Yeah. But like, I. I just feel like with the
0: type of movie that he was doing with this one, it just felt like it was a little bit too far, or it just could have been a little overstepped too far. Because like, look, very light spoilers, but there's a moment in towards the end of the film where you see a poster for 2001. Yeah. And it's the one that has the uh the headline, the ultimate trip. Yeah. And it's like, dude, (laughs) really? (laughs) You know, it's it's some of those little things where it's like just a little too far. You know? Sure. Like, it's it's kind of like that this is a very minor no quibble. yeah 100% i no, g- I, I completely know. get it I Oh, no i know but it. i'm talking, yeah. i'm bringing up something else right now but like this is a very minor quibble i have with like this and uh for like for sant so- for like something like elephant where like they put the most obvious pieces of dark classical music mm-hmm. to you know uh, reemphasize just the the stakes and just how devastating the doubt it is, yeah. yeah like every you know the, the everything, uh, how fucked everything how is. how, how yeah, yeah. like how devastating everything w- happened, you know, uh, how devastating it is for all that stuff to happen and how, like, the worlds were changed completely. But, like, it- it's one of those things where, like, I-, I had that problem when I was watching Elephant where that song comes in, a Beethoven suite comes in, and it's literally, if you don't know it, you know, it doesn't really affect you, but, like, as a musician, I, I would hear this all the time as, like, oh, that is popularized as, quote-unquote, Beethoven's Death March. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, for the movie that Elephant's about... Makes sense. Well, yeah, it makes sense. Since like, oh, that's painfully fucking obvious. Yeah. You know, and I kind of feel like a little bit of the same with that one. That's just a very, very minor quibble. I'm talking about like the, ult- the ultimate trip thing. I kind of I appreciate I hate you that having a little bit.
1: I do appreciate you having that like little like musician like fucking like. Mm, it's, like, something, like it's something. It's something that clicks with me. Yeah, uh,
0: 100. I get it. I get it. You know, obviously because of my background, but like. Yeah, yeah. That's why. It's just it it it's just so. It's one of those things where it's like if you're not a musician, if you don't know classical music, you're you'll probably it'll probably go way over your head. But like with stuff like that I look at it and I'm like oh fuck that's annoying <laughs> you know I see like cuz it feels like an obvious play but at the end of the day that's just like a technical choice it doesn't really dis- like it doesn't really alter my thoughts about it which is th- like from a, from a level of craft this is insane
1: it's an incredible piece of work it's insane to even imagine like filming this
0: oh yeah I mean with Here's- one with one sequence in particular okay which right. uh, apparently yes. was was done through CG. I I read up afterwards. Okay,
1: yeah. So I read up on a little bit of a lot about a lot about this movie. And there's a specific sequence where it's showing a very triggering thing happening, and that was not directed by Gaspar. That was all Monica Bellucci. Really? That was obviously camera shot. Like the shots are set up, and like obviously there's gonna be this long of a sequence. It can't go over. 20 minutes you know yeah and he just gave it to the actors in front of the scene and let monica bellucci lead that scene and everything was done with like it was her basically like directing the entire scene mm-hmm. and like that just and like i read about that and they like, you can hear you hear about these over fucking pieces of shit directors who take who like who do shit like like for example blue is the warmest color um, kind of exploiting the actresses in that film, oh yeah, like with the sex with the sex scenes and like you know, kind of make them feel like the porn actors. Gaspar made sure to like let her be as comfortable as possible, and I have to fucking give it to Monica Bellucci for absolutely like taking for taking on like for being brave enough to take on a role like this and being. It's not an easy one at all. It's not an easy one for for a woman to be in and like. It, she does it with such authenticity, and it, it it hurts. It hurts seeing like just her in this situation, in like this in this movie in general, and like reading about that and what the the Gaspar went to make sure she was comfortable and she was you know like made sure she had all the power in the world to get this art made. Yeah, to tell the story. Like I really appreciate that, and like, and and. Interestingly enough, the original idea of this movie was actually supposed to be Love, 2015's Love by Gaspar Noé. The original idea of this movie was supposed to be closer to that. I I but know then, nothing about that movie. Um, but... uh, it's it's very much about like three people like falling in love with like kind of like each other and like you know that's mm, okay. Uh, yeah, and like it wasn't until Gaspar met up with Vincent Cassell and Monica Bellucci, who were married, or I don't know if they're still married or married at the time. Who we should by the way obviously props Amazing.
0: to him but Cassel is fucking great Amazing. and Albert Dupontel the three really main big.
1: actors in this film phenomenal yeah. like oh my god it's just
0: a fucking it, it it's like a downward spiral yeah, you're going no, through with all fucking, of these
1: people it's so interesting because like it wasn't until um Bellucci and Cassel met up with Gaspar Noé about the film that get toge- the three of them together they kind of like expanded the film into what it eventually became mm-hmm. so like you know, like, it. this is a movie that it's not, like, I hate the criticism saying, like, oh, this is Gaspar Noe's, like, you know, fucking fetish dream or something like that. Like, no, this is a no. No, m- it, it's not like an, I've never seen I Spit in Your Grave,
0: but, like, from people yeah, who, like. Yeah, it's I've, not that. It, yeah, like, I've heard it's not, like, I've heard from other people who have
1: seen that. It's not it's in that same part, vein of like no, yeah, like, like
0: explorative rape revenge type yeah, of thing. Yeah,
1: no. Like this is a film that came out that that this is a film that came at this in a very aggressive and just bone bone crunching angle. Yeah. And it's unforgivable and and it's an unforgiving presentation to it and like as an artist, like I just have to respect the resolve of these people who yeah. actually, you know especially Monica Bellucci, who really just got this story made she still hasn't seen the full entire movie she does because it's, it's hard to yeah, watch of course it would be uh, and like it's not even and like not even just like how much like they committed to the roles which is like their interactions together this most this movie was like a basically a three-page script almost the, the entire film is mostly just like fucking improvised dialogue i assume that he probably got non-actors for this movie as well. I mean, the main like, three people, the main three. Aside are like, from, aside from the main yeah, three. Yeah, they And actually a
0: cameo by, um, I was looking this up. Apparently, the person in the beginning was a star of a previous movie he did.
1: Oh, the yes. The guy in the apartment. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I don't remember his name. Yeah. No, yeah, it's like, it's. It's 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 a fucked movie. It it puts you in a dark place, but like at the same time, it's one of those movies that like this is what cinema means. This is
0: what happens. Like this is what happens when you capture something and you know like the, and the reaction you get from your soul watching it. You know that's what makes it powerful. And yes,
1: it's uncomfortable you, as fuck. It, but if you like, think what you felt watching that was bad? Imagine the actual. No, yeah, scenario. imagine
0: you know, God, God, God forbid. Yeah. You know, like imagine like. The, sh- the real stuff that actually happens, you know, yeah. it's horrible. Uh, This is a quick little tangent I'm going to make. But like, did you hear about the Dark Side of the Ring documentary I came out the last week about the plane ride from hell? I think so. The plane ride from hell is a story that involves a bunch of wrestlers being stuck in a flight for a bunch of hours and having full access to uh alcohol. And they basically start getting all fucked up and, you know, trashed and shit. For the entire, ever since it was reported back in, coincidentally, I think I want to say like 2002 when this movie came out. It was always reported to be like a weird, you know, out there story that didn't really talk about any of the actual assault cases that transpired during that flight. And the documentary actually brought some of that up to light, including an instance where Ric Flair would walk around naked with his robe. Apparently that was a thing he would do and, you know, do his little like flair strut. Mm-hmm. You know, naked, and he tried to like he went up to the to a to one of the flight attendants and started kind of like not groping her, but like kind of like putting his body around her and trying to make her you know touch his junk. And for the longest time, up until that documentary came out, stuff like that was never really talked about as much. It was it was reported, but nobody ever really gave a shit or really ever like talked about it. And they interviewed the flight attendant who was harassed by him at, at, at during the flight. She recounted her story and it was just – it's such a heartbreaking, you know, recollection from her because she talks about how, like, you know, she had to keep her cool the entire time, you know, she – when she, she, when she got home. Yeah, no, and, and she tried to settle – she tried to do a lawsuit and the company she was working for was like, oh, we get this stuff all the time. We can't really – you know, like, let the boys be boys essentially is how they kind of framed it, which is just as fucked, you know, as something that shouldn't be, you know, happening anymore. shouldn't have never been happening. of course. And, you know, you think about a movie like this and it's like it's awful how easy and how fucking quick it could be for people to just turn like that, you know, for men in particular in the frame of this movie. But obviously in the case for a lot of cases, you know, to just be this animalistic and this fucking cruel, you know, and for and, it, and at the end of the day, it really affects everybody. You know, worlds are shattered through these sorts of senses violence, acts of senses violence, and it's awful. You know, and I think I I like it's it's one of those things where like I usually try to rate my movies after I watch them all box, but I couldn't do it for a movie like this first at first because you know, it's it's hard to do that with a movie like this. I understand. But, but I but I see it as a powerful film because it shows the grounded, you know, like reality of what happens and what could how that transpires to people who are affected, not necessarily, you know, involved in that case.
1: It's one of those scenarios. And it's, awful. it's one of those scenarios where like, you know, this is just pure art for the sake of art to relay a message and relay a feeling. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, Oh God, it's, it's fucked, but what fucking powerful. Oh yeah. Powerful. You know,
0: and I, I'm, I'm hopeful that the world can learn from shit like that. Yeah.
1: You know, just the same case as that dark side documentary. And I'm, and I'm, I'm also glad like this is a film that like is like looked back on as like it is a powerful piece of cinema that should be regarded as one of the one of the greats, yeah. I feel. Because it really is one of the greats for reasons not everybody not everybody loves. But, yeah. you know
0: like it's crazy that I can actually recommend climax to people And <laughs> like, not this. And not this. Yeah it's, you it's know? Insane, insane. I didn't know it went that far. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. You know, but like, like I I I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I understand it, yeah. You know? It's fucked. Yeah. Crazy. It's fucked, fucked. Crazy movie. So what's your what's your next pick, buddy? Oh, this is gonna be the wildest transition. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's October. Oh, whenever we do the next episode, it's gonna be October. Yeah, and might as well go back to some spooky things. Ooh, spooky! You know, spooky, spooky, fun stuff. Spooky. Uh, spoopy. I, I hate I hate spooky. <laughs> I hate that <laughs> word. If I, I yeah, no, it makes you yeah. Uh, my brother says it a lot, and I, I, I get chills. Um, <laughs> what I'm recommending next episode is not a movie or a film. Huh? <laughs> it is what? actually volume one. Oh, what? Of a volume book series. Of a book series. That I personally find to be one of the funniest and craziest inter- uh, new interpretations, new re- uh, revisions of a classic franchise. Okay. but done in the lens of a, you know, classic halloween tropes. Okay. But just as gory and just as crazy. Okay. Next episode, I'm recommending volume 1 of Afterlife with Archie. Uh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: All right. All right. Trust me. You're sure. going to like this way more than Riverdale. Okay. This is what Riverdale wanted to be. Okay. All
2: right. yeah, right. I'm fine with Both that. Failed. Very interesting. Dude. Where can I? Okay. Uh, well, I, have, you, to you, back, well,
0: I mean, um, have to go by. Well, I mean, I have a copy. You can could read it. mine if you it want. It, yeah. You could also, uh, for people who are catching up at home, who live in the States at least, uh, you could probably find this title. You, you'll be able to find this title on uh, Hoopla if you have a library card. It's free. You don't even have to pay anything. So it's such a fucking great series. I've only read that first volume. I've read a couple of issues after, actually, but like I'm, I only have that first volume in trade. You've been talking about it for years. It's fantastic. It is one of like not only is it an incredible revision for Archie, but it's also a really fun, uh, like gripping, wild Halloween story, or just horror story in general. But I thought, hey, perfect thing for Halloween. And after I've always been, with I've always, yeah, Afterlife with Archie, Volume One. I think it's called Jughead is Dead, <laughs> <Love> <laughs> something it. like that. It's fucking great. I I always kind of wanted to do a book club thing for a minute, you know? And I figured why not? Halloween's coming up. It's basically my favorite holiday. I don't know if it is for you. Basically, but, yeah. Yeah, you know, I love spooky shit. I watch it all the time, but it feels more special when it's in October.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. Catch us next episode when the American Bird bu- uh, the American Nerds book club. American Birds. Yeah. <laughs> the American uh, Fuck, I was about to say it again. The American, the American Nerds book club. Yeah. Makes his debut with Afterlife with Archie, Volume 1. You know what?
1: Fuck yeah. That's fun. That's going to be why really not? fun. Why yeah. not? Why not? I'll, I'll keep that in mind next time. Yeah. Read a book, kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where I can we find... you a or two. Yeah. Where can we find you, buddy? Oh, that's it. Remember, it's you my answer, you, you fuck. You do that. <laughs> <laughs> Where can we find you, buddy? It's ours, actually. But uh, you start it.
0: Uh, you can find me at Summerhill Cruz, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I think somewhere else. But I think those three those three are the ones I use the most. And... Um, I don't know if they will be out by then, but I was also in another episode of Consumer Report C O M S O O sorry, what am I saying? C O N S O O M E R report, where I talked about Shang Chi for like two hours. Nice. That was oh, that was a very fun nice. podcast.
1: That was a very interesting podcast. You guys should check that one out. Uh, where can we find you and the show? You can find me at VickamKalva on Twitter, on Instagram. And you can find the show at American Nerds. That's at American Nerds on Instagram, podcast, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and uh, Google Play. You can listen to us on all those platforms, eventually YouTube very soon. And, um, yeah, I don't think there's anything more that we need to recommend. I think that's it.
0: Yeah, I so. think that's it, yeah. I think that, you know, bookend this nice episode. Uh, fuck James Corden. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah, and Norm was the best. Oh, the best. Norm. Norm. Also, what a fun name, too. Norm. Norm McDonald. Norman
1: McDonald. Norm. 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 Peace out. Take care. (laughs) (laughs) 9-11
2: 9-11. <laughs> <laughs>